Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Thank y'all for coming through. I know it's been a minute. As you guys know, I had surgery, so I've been trying to heal and get better. But um, today's our first day officially back. Spotify reached out and wanted me to get something, you know, in before the end of the month. And I was like, this would be a perfect topic because I talked about this yesterday. And I learned, you know, like I always tell y'all, as much as y'all learn from me, I learn from y'all. So welcome to this episode of Green Tea Room. Um, in the comments section yesterday when I did the podcast about the whole Cynthia situation with Meg Thee Stallion, they dropped the video and it's called Lick, okay? And it caused a lot of controversy. So half the people don't like the video because of, you know, the visual aspect of it. It's very sexual. Some people hate the lyrics, but in Jamaica, it took a whole nother turn. And I learned a lot of things from the comment section yesterday about the Caribbean culture and Jamaican men. And what a lot of people were telling me is that female oral sex is a big taboo in Jamaica and in many parts of the Caribbean. So we're going to talk about it. I want to hear from y'all. I want to hear from, you know, a lot of my Caribbean peoples um, who want to call in. We're just going to have a fun time. This is going to be a fun show. I got my girl, Lady J. She's in the house. Say what's up to the people. Hey, it's been a minute, y'all. How's everybody doing? Tea, girl, as always, it's fun. I'm so glad to um, have you back. You're sounding awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it feels good to be back. You know, I'm slowly trying to get it together, slowly but surely. So I'm, I'm definitely happy to be back and back around my audience and just, you know, talking to folks. So this topic was straight up crazy to me. Did you, you know, get a chance to watch the full video? Um, I did actually get a chance to watch the video. And as I was saying, the same way I felt about WAP, I was kind of like, wow, I want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it. I can enjoy it if other young children didn't have access to it. You know, kind of like the old school Dolomite, you know, grandparents, aunties and them in the basement with the smoke and the liquor and the kids were separated from it. If I could enjoy it like that as an adult, I feel like I can enjoy it. But because I feel like as a mom, my kid can get access to it. I'm kind of abhorrent to it. Mm -hmm. Adult. So for a lot of people, like I said, they were feeling away about the video. For other people, it was definitely like the topic in itself. And now one thing I want to say is that I find it very interesting 
the taboo when it comes to like female oral sex. I don't understand the problem because it seems like, you know, when these men are running around screaming, throw baby, <laughs> nobody seems to have a problem with that song this summer. It's like nobody had an issue with the whole throat baby song. I mean, there's a bunch of songs. We can name 50 million songs about sucking dick and giving guys head and making spike hands disappear in our mouths. But it's very interesting that when it's a female talking about oral pleasure. Now, I feel like the the song itself, I felt like Sensio could have done a better job. You know what I'm saying? Because she's very, very lyrical, especially when she freestyles. I'm not feeling the graphics. I talked about that yesterday. But as far as the topic of oral sex, I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it's a problem, especially when it comes to women. But in Caribbean culture, it is a big issue for a lot of people. So we're going to go ahead and start taking in some calls. I'm going to start putting people out on the stage. Um, make sure your microphone is muted until um, your name is called. So I want to hear from folks and what they have to say. So... Let me go ahead and bring on Danny Rowe. Danny, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, good evening, everyone. How are you doing, Lovely T? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well. I hope you're recovering well also. I am. Thank you. No problem. But yes, I wanted to comment on this because I am Haitian. And um, I wanted to touch more on the lesbian part of it and how... Mm -hmm. It is very, very shunned upon in our culture. It's like you're a black, um, what is it, a black goat or black cat, whatever the term is. Like if they know you're that, even if you cut your hair in the Haitian culture, they look at you like you're trying to go the manly way. So that is like strongly frowned upon. And also the older generation, they're not big on exposing what's done outside of the bedroom. So oral, even if it's done when you're in the presence of the elders is like the most you do is just a peck on the lips. So the elders strongly believe in holding stuff back. They don't believe in, you know, you're kissing in front of your parents, you're hugging. It's just the basics. So it's the elders are, they don't, they're not big on exposing stuff like that. So yeah, that was, ugh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. We got a lot of people whose hands are up. Some have gone to the next call, but you made a lot of good points that it might be a generational thing as well. So I like that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right, Miss Jolie, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. How are you feeling? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm well. I'm so glad to hear that you're doing okay. Um, so I'm Jamaican. Anyone, if there's, if this is their first time seeing Shemsia, like you said, she's a great artist. And she does make very vulgar songs. But this was on a different level. For example, one of my two favorite songs by her are Jiggle Jiggle. And anyone who's Jamaican who knows Shemsia knows that that song is raunchy. And then mm -hmm. the next one is Good Comfort, which if you ever have the time to listen to them, go listen to them and then compare it against Lick. Because there's there's definitely a difference and maybe someone else can talk about what exactly it is. But something about the wordplay and the way she talks about it in this song is just a little bit too vulgar. Mm -hmm. And then there are two extra parts to this, talking about the taboos in Jamaica, because the first part is that a few years back, Shinsia had come out as gay or bisexual. I don't remember if it was for like publicity or if she really ended up being in a real relationship with that girl. But that was something that 
almost cost her her popularity in Jamaica. And she quickly came out and, and said that like it was fake. I don't know if it was, but being homosexual in Jamaica is a big no-no. Like I've had friends who were disowned by their family for being gay. People right. are disowned in the streets for being gay. And more so, she's a woman. So she would be doing oral sex on another woman. So that already is a no-no. Then the oral sex part, men in Jamaica are very about the manly machismo aesthetic. So any type of activity that like um, goes against that or being sissy or being a bati boy or anything of that nature is a no-no. So a lot of those, like our cultures and a lot of um, Eastern cultures, they think that oral sex on a woman is submissive. So anything that is submissive in nature, no like eating booty, no anal sex. Anal sex is also very taboo because it's very reminiscent of homosexual male activity. So many mm-hmm. Jamaican guys are not going to do anal sex. They're not going to eat, you know, a woman in <laughs> the box. They're not going to do any of that. So th- I just wanted to put my two cents on that. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. You made a lot of really good points. So thank you so much for calling in with that. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. So uh, Lady J, your phone okay now? I'm back. I hope okay. I'm in the play. Everybody can hear me. <laughs> right. Uh, Lady Joy, Miss Joy, she really hit on a lot of stuff. And she is so right about that. Like that the emasculating of the men and not, you know, the man can't do this to a woman because it makes him, you know, be feminine or whatever. But me being raised as a Jew girl, I was told as a kid, you don't put no penis in your mouth. And I was like, <laughs> penis, you know, and right. then I grew up like, I don't want anybody to put their penis in my mouth. And then I got grown. And then I fell in love. And then, you know, I was like, you know, I could put a penis in my mouth every now and again. Every you know, now and then. So every now and again. But this is the thing. You can't put everybody's penis in your mouth. And, and that's true. Two, and number two, I wouldn't want to be with a dude who put everybody, put their lips on everybody's cat. Let me just mm, say that. That's and true, so too. For, for me, I want a man who is very discriminant in the meat that he consumes, if y'all know what I'm talking about. So mm. these men, if you're discriminant, and you being particular, then maybe we can tango if we had a relationship. But in these instances, to suggest that a woman can't be pleased, it kind of is reminiscent of like, I know I'm drawing a crazy parallel. Female genitalism. What do they call it? Um, when the genitalia mutilation. That's it, friend. Yeah. Again, one so of my friends from Ethiopia, from Somalia. She or she? No, she was. Yeah, she's Somalian. She had. She went through that where she was yeah, mutilated but- as a baby. Mm-hmm. But they do that so the woman can't get pleasure. Mm. And I know I'm not saying that. I know that's kind of far out, y'all. Hear me out. But it's a, a, the, that whole patriarchy of she can't be pleased because if she's pleased and I can't please her, then she's going to go out and get it from somebody else. But that's just my interpretation. Yeah, because I know when I talked to her, when she told me, but I remember she broke down crying. We were out to dinner and I was not expecting this conversation from her. And she was a lot younger than me. Um, she was probably like maybe 23. So I was like mm. several years older than her. And she was telling me about it. It it still goes on in different parts mm-hmm. of the world to this day. And she said it doesn't stop girls from having sex. It doesn't, you know, it just makes it where they're not able to orgasm because they feel like a female getting an orgasm 
it's almost seen as wicked. Like you're not supposed to get pleasure. You're just supposed to be there to serve a man. So, and it's, it's hard. And I remember when she was talking about when she lost her virginity, it's like, she didn't know, like, is this supposed to feel good? Not good because she doesn't really have any sensation down there. So it affects women a lot. Now, let me tell y'all a, a crazy story, honey. About, cause see, I used to think, I remember hearing rumors, you know, throughout the years that Jamaican men don't eat coochie, but I always thought it was just rumors that people just, you know, talking shit online. Cause they'd be like, Jamaican dudes got big peens and they don't eat cooch. So I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense, but okay, whatever. Child, why did I run across a unicorn? So let me go ahead and tell y'all this story. So one day, this was like a few years ago. Real handsome dude, you know what I'm saying? And we were, we were liking each other. We were feeling each other. And so one night we were just talking, you know, talking about sex and stuff. <laughs> Look on the eye. <laughs> All you see is ears and eyeballs. I can't stand up. <laughs> right. So, you know, we talk about sex, honey. And, you know, he's asked me different stuff like, you know, what's your favorite position? And, you know, I'm not going to tell all y'all that. But, you know, so we're just, you know, we're talking. And so, um, and I told him, and he was like, oh, okay, all right, that's what's up. And then I basically told him, I was like, yeah, and I love oral. Like, that is my thing. Y'all should know that because I talk about oral sex all the time on YouTube. Like, I do. I just, I love it. That's, that's my shit. And so he was like, um, yeah, I'm not into oral. So when he said that, I was, I mean, it was like, damn it. It was like somebody hit the brakes. Like, ah! <laughs> Like, you know, but I'm trying to be calm and mature. Like, okay, I don't want to judge him. You know, some people just are not into that. And I was just very shocked. And I was like, oh, he's not into oral. That's interesting. So, you know, we're, we're finishing the conversation. We're still talking and stuff. But I have it in my mind. Like, you know, check. He's not into oral. So then I was like, oh, that's, you know, okay, well, that's interesting. I said, so you just, I mean, so I'm thinking now maybe he's more of a prude. Some people are like that. I mean, I'm not judging. I said, so do you just like only missionary style? Like you just like regular sex, you know, a man on top of a woman? He's like, oh, no, you know, I like hitting it from the back. And I like, you know, getting rolled. And okay, so you just like just regular sex then. Yeah, you know, and I love head. Wait, wait, wait. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> right. No, so now I'm shook. Because then he came out and said he liked head. I said, wait, 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 wait. I said, well, I'm confused. I said, I thought you said you didn't like oral sex. He said, oh, no, 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 I love oral sex on me. I don't give oral sex to women. And, y'all, when I tell them to drop my damn phone, I was like, like, they still make you? Like, what the, like, what in the unicorn is, I never thought I'd see a unicorn in my life, but I, I, I met one. And I was just like, what? And then, you know, after that, I was like, yeah, it would, it would never go anywhere. Because I feel like sex, yeah, people can say what they want to say, but sex is a, very important part of a relationship yes, and is. if both partners are not satisfied that relationship is not going to go anywhere and if so you good. are a woman and that is how you get off is with oral and your man does not do oral eventually that relationship may end up crumbling because especially if you've had it but if you've never had it you don't know what you're missing but if you've had it mm. and then you get into a relationship where guys like well no, i don't do that it's not gonna work just like if a guy likes head and then you get with a girl who's like, i don't like dick i don't like dick well eventually you're gonna go get your dick sucked elsewhere you get what i'm saying and that's facts but you ain't kidding that's true like how do you expect 
to it's because you're putting investing in the relationship and then like the other lady the young lady said you know the old folks you know you do stuff behind closed doors to see everything is done out in the light now and and that's cool too i guess to some degree but i do think there's a cultural aspect to it um and i don't know if anybody can agree or have any other experiences but i i feel like this is almost a person of color thing and I'll say this because I've had experience with other races. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell y'all about the European men. Oh, they got y'all beat. They got y'all beat. Because if y'all ain't out here doing what need to be done, trust me, somebody else is. And I mean, maybe that's just been my experience as an American woman. Um, These brothers don't know what they do. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put myself on mute. I know y'all hate me in the comments, but <laughs> let's see if I didn't start any controversy. The European boys got the lit game down and y'all suck. I'm gonna mm. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take in some more call. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Knessa, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, so this whole topic, it's kind of funny how it feels very familiar Um, because I feel like this all started with me because I had a neighbor who moves about two doors down from me and she was such a noisy neighbor. Like before she moved in to the house down the street, she ate me out and I was just like, I don't like girls, but I mean, you could eat me out, but I don't like girls because I'm Haitian and we don't do that. At all. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) So, hold up. So, you don't like girls. You're Haitian. You don't do that, but she can eat you out. I'm confused. So, she did eat me out before she moved down the street. So, this neighbor, I have a nosy neighbor who is trying to be in my business, if you know what I mean. Okay. And so, she moved down the street. She moved two doors down from where I live now, but she did eat me out. But it was just messy because we had a fight and she decided to call the cops on me. So after she ate me out back in January 2020. So the cops were called over my house back in July, right after she had moved in. So I was just like, is this bitch jealous of me or something? Because how is it that you want to be my friend, but you're talking about me to everybody? Like people know my name before I even go into a room, which irritates me. Well, I'm confused. Why were you sleeping with her? I wasn't sleeping with her. We went out to brunch. You know when girls get drunk and they like to have fun? Girls like to have fun. But we had went had brunch. And when we had brunch, she was just so drunk. And I was just like, sure, we could kiss or whatever, but I'm not into girls. Like, you could just eat me out or whatever, but I'm not going to do anything with you. Because I don't want to, I don't know what she, she told me, this neighbor told me that she's done drugs. So, I, yeah. If, if you have okay. questions, you can go ahead and ask me. All right, y'all can. <laughs> All right, we're we going to move on to the next person, girl. Thank you for calling Thank in, sis. You. I appreciate you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I, that whole story got me confused. Either, you know what I'm saying, like, you can't say that you don't, you're not with this person, but they just eat you out, but then you're not gay. You're gay. I'm confused, child. I'm confused. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like in that. Sometimes you don't. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go ahead. I want to 
hear from some of the fellas. Let me go ahead and bring on Steven. Steven, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T, what's up? Hey, Steven, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's like, what, 12.30 in um, the UK at the moment, so I said I had to stay on. I, oh, I knew I heard an accent. <laughs> I love it. Quickly before I go to bed. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just wanted to say I come from a Caribbean background myself, um, mm -hmm. Jamaica. Um, and I just, um, facts, music, I'll tell you straight, music runs politics and religion in Jamaica big time. And um, it's kind of weird. I feel like um, Shensia, she's an incredibly intelligent woman. Mm -hmm. um, and from a Jamaican standpoint, um, I can see where things are kind of, kind, they see a little bit of disrespect and music is all about respect. Like what I said, music runs Jamaica. And then um, with regards to the hypocrisy of it all, I totally understand. I'm a UK, British, I'm second gen, third gen. Mm -hmm. um, and us Europeans, we don't mind doing all of those things. We really don't. <laughs> We're cool with it. But um, in Jamaica, it's, it kind of dates all the way back to colonialism and mm -hmm. the way that um, the, slave, um, the slave masters used, um, used to treat the black slaves. Um, and it was very sexually explicit for the men and it caused a lot of trauma so um, all of that has a huge part to play in, you know, the way things are now in Jamaica and how strict things are. I mean, you know, like, it's very it's very new to Jamaican men to be speaking about sock and cocky. Like, that only got introduced, like, what, 10, 15 years ago? Like, that is pretty new. So um, before it was, like, bowcatting, no, no, no. <laughs> bowcatting, no man does that. It's all about no man likes to be submissive in the Caribbean islands because of, you know, the ongoing talks that our, you know, our grandparents and our great grandparents were speaking about. So it's there's a heavy and a deep root um, when it comes to the whole Jamaican culture and um, how they perceive sex, especially mm -hmm. on the male side. But um, I think I think I say me personally, the lit video that isn't Shensia. And um, the first caller, what she was speaking about, like she does have some really kind of vulgar and explicit lyrics, but it works in the dancehall scene. I don't know if it's a contradictory or not, but I feel like it wasn't original at all. And I feel like that's where the issues are when it comes to the whole um, mix up with the whole, the whole drama with um, what she's putting out there at the moment. So let me ask you, because what I've noticed what a lot of people are saying about the whole dance hall is that where the issue comes in. Because for us, for a lot of us here in the States, right, when we think of dance hall, we think of more of the modern dance hall, like people jumping off of tables and jumping onto each other's crotches and humping and, you know, all that wild, crazy stuff. And from what I was seeing, people were saying that that's more new school and a lot of more traditional Jamaicans are against that type of dance hall. Because for me, I felt like, well, dance hall seems to be very sexual, the things that they say, the way that they dance. So why is she getting all this backlash? So yeah. would you agree that it's more it's more vulgar now than it was back then? Definitely, 100%. It's more vulgar, um, a hell of a lot now. I remember, um, I think what really started it off, I remember it like it was yesterday. I think it was like early 2000s, 2004, 2005. You had like the Tony Matarans of the world talking about hot fuck and all of these things. And it, it caused a whole new wave of different people speaking about sex in a different way. Where back in like the 90s dance hall, it was just 
you know, it wasn't it wasn't too much, you know, vulgarity in the uh, in the lyrics that some of the um, people were saying, like the likes of Beanie Man and um, Bounty Killer. Like it wasn't like that. So, like what I said, to me, it's pretty new with regards of what they're talking about now. But it's usually, I think it's a little bit of a, once again, it's a little bit of a double standard because of all yard mans are going to be telling you that no, they don't, um, they don't eat out. <laughs> In hindsight, <laughs> they're not going to tell you that, but it's just to keep face. A lot of things happen in Jamaica where they're going to say one thing to the, um, DJs, um, musicians, they're going to be saying one thing, but <laughs> most of the crowd, they're doing all that bullshit already. You get me to? Right, so, right. So it's like they want to kind of keep up a front and then keep what they really do in the bedroom in the bedroom, which I can respect to a certain extent because not everybody wants their sex life out there, wants to talk about everything that they do. But then I just don't agree with the whole shaming and saying, like, you know, I would never eat a woman out. I don't do oral sex. But then you're demanding to have that done to you. It's it's to maintain masculinity. Um, Okay. that is that's like the the straight facts of it all when it comes to the male side of things and once again um dancehall is very is a very male dominated um industry as much as we like to think of it so it's like um putting when the women come on the platform you know sometimes i personally i i love i love the women um the 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 women the female artists but the issue that we have once again is the fact that they can't be sexual. It's they're very limited to what the um, what they can do at times, mm-hmm. um, and that's where like the judgment um, comes on when it comes to the mandem saying, "No, nah, you can't speak like that. You can't do that." Me personally, each their own. If Shensi wants to take a different route, she can. She's a, she's her own woman. But this has definitely kind of dented her credibility within the specifically the Jamaican scene big time like it might not be apparent to other countries but in Jamaica that is it's not going to go on very well for her at all like Mm. well you hit on some really good points I really appreciate you Stephen staying up to come and chat with us here in the green room you made some really good points and you broke a lot of stuff down so I appreciate that no biggie you take care darling okay you too bye Child, they're liking Steven. They want Steven to lick their poom poom or something. Y'all going in, honey. <laughs> Child, they are loving Steven, honey. The accent, the intelligence. They want Steven to, to hook it up. Points. He did. He, he made some really good points. He did. Lick it up and look it up. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? I like the point that he made about old school dance hall like even though it was kind of sexual but it was like a a a really uh it was more tactful because let's keep it real this is not you know people just didn't start talking about female oral sex to all my 90s babies okay i remember being in junior high and singing red light special by tlc at the top of my lungs not really even realizing what they were talking about until i got older but y'all remember the lyrics when they were saying um, I'll let you touch it if you like to go down. I'll let you go further if you take the southern route. That was all about eating the cat, but we didn't downtown. realize it, right? You know, downtown. yeah, downtown, yeah. You gotta you go downtown. Mm-hmm. That's the way to. And I we didn't I, even know. Child, I, I thought it was know. like going to downtown Minneapolis, honey. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Nina Howe, freak like me. It was mm-hmm. there was so many out here, and even my mom's music. Like, remember Ozzy Brothers in between the sheets? I used to sing and didn't even know what the hell I was saying. My mom walked up off of me and knocked me out. I'm like, well, what did I do? <laughs> sing that song? Well, why are you playing it? Like, make it make sense, you know? right? But, but that was, was the difference. It was tactful. Yeah. So that's That's why kids could sing it. And we didn't know what we were singing until we got older. But now you have kids who are in junior high time. I lick my coochie and, you know, throat baby. And it's like, no, I don't want to hear 13 year olds talking about throat babies. Like this. I don't want that in you. I don't even want to think about that in your throat, ma'am. You know, like, go sit your little ass down. But they're singing songs like how we were singing them. But at least when we were singing them, they were somewhat covert. Now everything's just out there. You got little girls dancing, talking about, you know, they got a wop like you're nine. No, you don't. You know, so it's it's crazy where music has gone and how much the envelope has been pushed. But I know sometimes we get into this whole generational thing like, oh, this generation, this generation. But let's not act like these sexual lyrics weren't around when we were kids, too. But again, there was a little bit more tact. Even remember Doomy. You mm-hmm. can do me in the morning. You can do me. Then we were singing that in like third grade, getting hit in the back of the head. Because I was very risque talking about do me. Poison. Don't trust a big button to smile. <laughs> baby got back. I right. baby got back. Back came on MTV for the first time. I actually remember the feeling I had. And I felt so uncomfortable looking at all these mountain of booties. But I was right. also but I was also intrigued. I was like, wow, they put booties on TV. You know, and my mom's like, don't look at it. <laughs> and then I found myself in the middle jiggling. Da, 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 you know, so I mean, and I remember that as a kid, and you know, now everything is out here. There is no there's no boudoir anymore there is no yeah like back then closed doors yeah it was more subtle like i remember when i first heard too close remember by next i didn't even understand the extent of what that meant but that was him talking about dancing like a girl dancing on you so hard that you get hard i didn't know that That you yeah that's what it was and i grew up with like rl and tilo and all them from next in minneapolis yeah so i didn't know but that was like our song too close and that's what it was about, you know, you dancing so close on a guy in the club that he gets, a, you know, a boner. So, you know, if you can get, you can, coming yeah, through on you. yeah, for a little poke coming through <laughs> yeah. on you. Yeah, that's uh-huh. what that song is all about. But again, it was like very subtle. It had a good beat. You could dance to it. You didn't really understand what it meant. But now, child, it's just all out there. So let me go ahead and bring on Danica. Danica, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. I'm a big fan of you. Hey, thanks for calling in. I hope you feel better. But um, I date a lot of Jamaican. I feel like it's very hypocritical because they went down on me, (laughs) in my opinion. Maybe because I'm in South Florida. But it's very taboo because in the Caribbean, you can't do that. Like, you can't talk about it. But if you listen to a lot of dancehall music, it's very sexual, in my opinion. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm so are you saying that Jamaican men are fronting? Yes. That's they so they say one thing in public, but behind the sheets, they're eating the poom mm-hmm. poom. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it definitely depends because a lot of guys say they don't do it to anyone. I feel like Jamaican men, they're very particular. Like, they would be like, I won't do it to this person, but if I like you and I really want to be settled, like, maybe get with you a little bit deeper, they would. Mm-hmm. But that's in my opinion because I date a lot of Jamaican men and I'm Haitian myself. Mm-hmm. So talking about mm-hmm. it is very taboo, very, very taboo. 
So it would be very disrespectful for you to like tell like your friends and family what he's doing in the bedroom. So if he's hooking you up, you better keep that a secret because that's not something you're supposed to bring up or throw in his face or tell people that he's doing. Yes. And you feel that that would be very disrespectful for you even to mention that Mm -hmm. in the bedroom, in my opinion. But in my opinion, a lot of Jamaican men or a lot of Caribbeans, they don't want to talk about like sexual like even my family you can't talk about sexual at all you just got to figure it out yourself mm-hmm. which is like um that's not really fair in my opinion but it's crazy and also for the song the megan stallion and sencia i kind of don't like it because i think a lot of people are getting very very tired of the same old same old sexual music they want something new they're so tired they need something new a lot of people my age i'm 23 mm-hmm. a lot of people who are 23 they're just getting very very i guess because we're getting older very tired of sexual music we just need something like a little bit deeper we don't really want to hear the same old same old maybe last year it's like okay we could dance to the, the club but now it's like okay can you just change it up like can you change it up it's getting tired like and a lot right. of I you would want something a lot of more female, fresh, more substance. Mm-hmm. A lot of female rap or even a dance hall, they talk very sexual. Like I don't see no like I know like a few that actually rap a little bit meaningful, but it's not mainstream. But a lot of mainstream rappers, like females, it's like they went like overboard and sexual. Like you don't see like a well rapper, like you don't see like a Lauren Hill kind of rapper anymore. In my opinion, mm-hmm. and I feel like everyone is just very, very tired. Oh, and no, Lady J, you are yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like cracking up, but I think in my opinion, it's just like crazy. We're just getting tired, and I feel like they're very hypocritical. And pff, child, <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Danica. I appreciate you. All right, I'm a big fan. Have a great day. Bye. Okay, bye. And y'all, don't forget to double tap on uh, people's pictures. That way you can give them diamonds. So that's how they get gems. So she made some good points, too. She said, you know, behind the sheets, behind closed doors, some of the Jamaican men are freaks. But I get that, though, because everybody don't want their business out there. You know, everybody doesn't want. And it's, I guess it's no different than females. Do you want, you know, guys that you're with going around talking about, you know, you suck peeing and putting all your shit out there. No, you don't. So I guess I can respect that too. So let me go ahead and bring on um, Brandon. Brandon, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello. Can you hear me? Is it clear? Yeah, I can hear you. How are you? Okay. I'm good. I'm so glad you're okay. I was about to message you. I was like, TT, are you okay? We haven't heard from you in like two weeks. Like, where are I'm so glad you're okay. I was worried. Um, so I'm going to make it a little quick cause mm-hmm. I am not Jamaican. I do not know that much about dance hall. Um, but one, the song, I like the song. I didn't think it was, I, maybe I'm alone in this. I didn't think it was that bad. All she was, cause I've known, I've heard of Shensia. She did the song with Tyga back in the day called blessed. It was really good. So mm-hmm. seeing her collaborate with Kanye was a little like, I was like, I was like a little shocked. I was like, what is Shensia doing here in the middle of like Chicago, this stadium with like the baby and Marilyn. May- it was a little weird. I was like, I hope she's okay. I hope nothing demonic went on. Cause that was a little crazy. 
but mm-hmm. I didn't think the song was that bad. Like, come on. We used to hear Lil' Kim back in the day used to talk about she wanted to count, she wants to count a million dollars while you eat her out or um, 50 Cent used to talk about the candy shop. You know, mm-hmm. I, right. it's like, I didn't think it was that bad. My thing was like, I don't know if you're going to hear songs like that on the radio because a lot of the songs you hear on the radio are a little more like Ed Sheeran and like Justin Bieber. I don't know. I don't listen to the radio that often, but I just kind of doubt that like I would be hearing Megan Thee Stallion talk about getting eaten out and then like on the radio. I don't know. I just Mm -hmm. always feel like with music, you have songs like that that exist. And then there's more clean versions like Savage and Girls in the Hood. And I always feel like there's always been a space for it. It's just gotten to this point where it's gotten that space of having raunchy music has gotten big over the years. And now with the Internet that because back in the 90s and the 2000s, the Internet really wasn't that big. So the counter this this kind of music sorry sorry mm-hmm. um so i feel like back in the day that counterculture existed now there is no count the the counterculture is not really there anymore for lack of a better term it's like you can hear this stuff and the kids can find it so in that sense i understand where you're coming from um but it's just like to me if you don't want to see it don't search it out and if you right. don't want your kids to see it, watch what they're watching and don't allow them to see it, you know. Um, but in the sense, I also I really liked when you talked about how back in the day, the videos had more meaning. And I was like, I was like, what thinking? I was like, yeah, you know, the videos nowadays are getting lazy. That yeah, video, they don't have much I listened, of a budget. And that's mm-hmm. my thing. It's like, even if you're going to talk about whatever topic Okay, so let's talk about licking, right? Mm-hmm. Oral sex. Yes. Why not do it tasteful? Like almost yeah. like, okay, you're at the club dancing with the guy yeah. and you're falling for him. And then y'all go back to the bedroom. He's slowly undressing. There's just none of that. It's just mm-hmm. let me spread my legs open, put on the leotard, yeah. put a mouth down there. There's no creativity. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like music should match the lyrics. I don't know. Maybe it's just, yeah. I just feel like visually it should match yeah. what I'm listening to. It just felt like a little lazy, like watching. Well, I listened to the song first and mm-hmm. I liked the song. I thought it was fun. I liked the hook. I think the hook is catchy. And I think Megan really like slid on the beat. But then watching the video, I was like, this is lazy. It's just yeah. like what happened I- to like the what happened to the candy shop where it was the the visuals looked nice. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just I feel like even WAP had some like. It looked nice. Like there was a point to WAP. It just was like the video was like, oh, she's talking about licking. She wants to be licked. So let's put a bunch of ice cream there and let's have her spread her legs open. And it just felt more less of like there's a point to make. And it felt more like let's shock these people. Let's put out something really shocking and Mm -hmm. we'll get attention like that. And it was like. You really don't need to. I don't know. I felt like Megan and Shinsia sold the song enough to where we didn't need to rely on shock value, but whatever. And then right. people were talking about, you know, lesbianism. I mean, she did say in the song she likes big dick, but that's not enough. She wants him to eat her out. And I was like, okay, I don't really see where the lesbian part. I guess they're both like 
together dancing. And I was like, okay. I didn't really see too big of a deal with it. You know, I think but it was really interesting. Was the, was the mouth, because that was yes. obviously a female mouth on her private parts. Yeah. So I think that was a part that bothered a lot of mm-hmm. the men in Jamaica. Yeah. They were making videos. Yeah. But that was like, I was really interested to hear how in other parts of the world is completely all forms of sexual of like homosexuality lesbianism are completely taboo that was really interesting because in mm-hmm. america it was like it's Amer- in america it's like lesbianism that's fine a girl being bisexual oh she's a lesbian me too oh she likes yeah, girls crazy. yeah there's well, a lot of like praise for that caller who was who called in and said that mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about having oral sex with a woman, but you're not gay. Like, it's just, yeah. you're at least bi. But yeah. it's like, women can get away with that. A dude couldn't have called and be like, yeah, man, my neighbor yeah. down the street just sucked my dick. He was like, yeah. gay. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way mm. a guy can just say that. And everybody's just like, oh, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> my guy, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, that was really interesting because I was like, in America, the song would be like completely fine. I mean, Normani and Tiana Taylor were pretty, they're getting on on stage. I like, I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. But I was like, if this was a man, another man, people would have a problem with it. To me, it's like, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, my point is, is like, if we have a problem with the raunchiness, it's either all of it is okay or none of it is okay. Because we can't have Lil Durk talking about bitch, get your lips wet or money bag. Yo is talking about Budusi and everybody's fine with that. But then mm-hmm. Shinsia wants to get ate out and then we're all having a problem. My thing is right. it's either all of it is okay or none of it is okay. None we can't just be letting the men get away, get the, let straight men get away with it. And then the girls and the gays got to watch their tongue. I just don't mm. agree with that. You know, mm, but tell them, Brandon. Well, thank you so much for calling mm-hmm. in. You made a lot of good points. Love hearing from you. Thank you. Love you. All right. Love you too. You have a good night. <laughs> he made some good points, Lady J. He really did. I was saying that in the comments. He really hit on so many things. And one of the things that stuck out to me is the laziness in yeah. the industry and not putting that quality together. And it kind of mimicked what somebody else said about, you know, having music that actually said something. And I agree with what Brandon said. I -hmm. think the quality of the lyrics were sufficient enough. Y'all could have did, for me, why do y'all have to be so literal? Play around with the idea, give the illusion. And I think that's the challenge for artists. They don't do that no more. And you kind of said that before. And he Mm -hmm. hit on that. And I think that's something that, relates to a lot of the stuff we see in society today. Don't nobody want to put in the effort. They want all or nothing. And it's, 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 I think, I'm sorry, the video, it was trash. I can't. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very lazy. And that's another thing. I know there's been times like, really like nowadays, I really don't watch too many videos. Unless it's Mm -hmm. viral, unless people are sending it to me for a particular story, it's very rare that I'll even watch videos because what I've learned is that if I like a song, let's say I hear a song on the radio or it just happens to come on on like my Apple Play, right? So maybe it'll just Mm -hmm. come on. I'm like, okay, this artist, never heard of him, but I like this song. Then when I go to hunt for the video, a lot of times I am just simply disappointed. It's mm-hmm. just trash. If it's like a male rapper and I'm feeling his song and I go to watch the video, it's just him walking back and forth with his homeboys, a bunch of guns in the video. 
just no creativity. If it's a female that I like and I like her song, she's automatically in a leotard, her legs are spread, coochie wide open. I, like, I just, I'm not interested. So at this point, I rarely even go looking for videos unless, like, I have to go watch a video because everything is the same formula. These weird bright colors, lollipops, crotch open, and if it's male rappers, it's a bunch of video vixens twerking on them with guns mm-hmm. in the video. You know, don't forget the smoke screen. Oh, yeah, the smoke screen and the weed. You know, I'm saying, gotta add drugs in there and maybe, you know, some pills. It's like that's about it. Whereas, even the rap videos, even if they were gangster rap videos back in the day, go back and even watch like Snoop Dogg's Murder Was the Case video. As Mm. crazy and demonic as that is, it actually uh, showed an entire story. Music videos played like movies. Yes, it played like movies. Janet Jackson's, again, one of my favorite Janet Jackson songs. Mm -hmm. That was a whole story. You know, this man's back in town. It's raining. She, you know, it was just, it was just beautiful. And I don't get that feeling from a lot of videos nowadays. And especially when it comes to like the more vulgar music, it's like, child, just let me just hear it in the club. Cause I really don't think it's immediate. Yeah, my way to be immediate. It's like now, 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 now. I don't have time for you to give me illusion of a full dressed woman with a slip on. I know some of y'all don't know what a slip is. Uh, slip on. <laughs> Not you know, the granny slip. Yeah, girl, please. <laughs> At the J.C. Penny. <laughs> you know, the dress with a slip and, you know, stockings. Who does that anymore? But uh, I haven't seen you know, a slip since I went to church back in, like, elementary first school. First of all, I have a slip right now, ma'am. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> Showing my age, showing Not my the age. slip. I forgot all I about do. slips. But you know, see, I don't have no daughters too, so they never even came back in my household. Because I got yeah, boys. see, yeah, see, that's and funny. yeah, that's how you get I away. Forgot all about slips. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that don't, that's not there no more. You know how you would see those movies where a, a person would take their time and you know disrobe, and there was the illusion like ah, the anticipation, blah 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 blah. blah. But now yeah. it's like, push the pussy open, zipper zipper open, pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, so then nobody has the desire anymore because you see it all. So now you have to keep escalating, 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 escalating for you to get some type of effect. And that's yeah. where we are. And yeah. that's where we're at now because even I remember a few months ago when I had the the unfortunate pleasure of being sent Suki's video a hundred damn times in my DM. And she would, you know, that freak fest. I don't even know the name of it. Y'all can write in the chat. Freak Nick. Is that what it was called? Well, they were literally on, no, no, Sukiana, Sukiana, the rapper. She was literally, she did a music video a few months ago and they were literally having oral sex. She was eating out girls. I remember you said, oh my God. And I'm just like, it's just gotten so far that now we're even trying to push porn as a music video. It's like now porn has merged with music because again, there's no illusion. They were literally eating each other out in the music video. Is that and a music she, video or is that a porn video? She called it a music video, child. And then got mad when it got taken down off of Twitter and Instagram. Well, no, how did you think it. this was going to just stay up? You know, you guys are having blatant sex in the videos. But I feel like that's where, you know, eventually they're going to get to that point. Because think about it. When we were growing up, remember a lot of people fought um, Tipper Gore. 
you know, she's the one who made them put explicit lyrics that is that explicit lyric tag on all CDs and movies and stuff to let parents know, like, you know, with hip hop music, they're talking about very explicit stuff. And I remember Luke had to go to court at that time for his, you know, for his music was so raunchy back in the day. And the whole thing in the 90s were like young adults because we were all kids back then. But it was young adults fighting for this type of music. Remember, you'd have like Reverend Calvin Butts and Dolores C. Tucker going against Tupac and Snoop Dogg and all these, you know, hip hop people. And they would have steamrolling parties in New York. Let me know if y'all remember that. They'd have these huge steamrolling parties and they'd have Tupac CDs, Dr. Dre's Chronic, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Snoop, everybody's CDs, and they would steamroll them saying that this is filth and this is going to affect the youth. And I remember even back then, a lot of older people were like, no, it doesn't matter. Y'all are just old. Y'all don't get it. This is a new generation. And it's funny now because now fast forward 20, 25 years, Now we're in their position and we've seen what those people were trying to prevent back in the 90s that people didn't understand. And now we're here because we went from them trying to protect kids and protect, quote unquote, society to now anything goes. So do you feel like that might have been a mistake that people were fighting so hard for this type of, I guess, music or this type of stuff to go on? And now it's just reached a boiling point. I... First of all, I just want to call you Encyclopedia because you'd be remembering stuff. I, forget, I don't forget girl. shit. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's and I was a baby back then. I don't forget Yeah, shit. that's what I'm saying. But we know you do your research and it's just mm-hmm. talking. I'm sitting here flashback. Like, I remember those CDs being rolled over and I remember Tipper Gore and I remember all, I remember Two Live Crew and Luke going, it was going mm-hmm. all over the Supreme Court. I remember that. And I remember saying, wow, they won't let people speak. But I remember my aunt telling me, this is a slippery slope. If you are allowed to say anything, then, you know, anything goes. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, in my youth, I'm thinking freedom. But yeah, freedom ain't free. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Am I turning into one of them old heads who are saying, yeah, you should have the freedom, but shut up? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting where we're at, because like I said, it wasn't too long ago that all of this was taking place. And now we're here. So now what's for them to say, hey, we should be allowed to just mix porn with music. And if I want to rap about sucking dick, there should be a girl in the the video literally sucking dick. You know, Uh, that's where we're going. Because, again, uh, freedom of, you know, whatever. Let me go ahead and bring out some more people. Let me talk to Tim Forrican. Go ahead and unmute your mic, sis. Hey, y'all. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you perfectly. How are you? Hope you're feeling better, T. I am. I'm hanging in there, sis. Okay, I'm going to introduce you to a term in regards to the act that the Haitian woman from earlier participated in. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a term in the LGBT community. It's pillow princess or a starfish. And that is the act of receiving but not giving. Ooh. See, I thought a pillow princess, like in the straight community, a pillow princess is a chick who just lays there. Like she don't well, know how it, to ride dick. She don't. She just lays there. <laughs> <laughs> that the term has been I'm expanded. Not a pillow princess. <laughs> yeah, the term has been expanded and it's been used in the LGBT community for a, for a long time. Um, mm. So when I heard that story, I was like, "Yep, this is the the textbook definition of a pillow princess." 
and not to insult that caller or anything. It's just literally that's the term that is used in the community. And mm-hmm. there are some lesbians and bisexuals that have an issue with that because of the whole they, they consider it like kind of like, oh, you're taking advantage yeah and you know what it's very interesting that you say that because like I understand people go through phases like don't don't get me wrong but I remember even being younger and you would see these girls like the ones who were gay right like they're straight studs you know they know who they are and then they would get with these girls who want to play that field they want to be you know sexually satisfied and then if you even bring up that chapter in their life, because now they're straight, you know, I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. And, and it's like <laughs> they have this attitude almost like they're better than us. It's like, bitch, weren't you running around with like the whole stud crew five years ago? But now that you're married and got a baby, now all of a sudden you're so anti-LGBT. It's just weird. Why even dip mm-hmm. your foot in that pond if you're not really ready to? Because at the end of the day, like I used to tell my gay homeboys, don't let people use you. Don't let people use you as some type of plaything to get off and then go back to their wife or go back to their girlfriend. And I feel yep. like sometimes that's what people do to people in the LGBT. Let me just go ahead and get ate out by this girl. You have no intention of being with her. You know, deep down inside, you don't want to be gay or you're not gay or just whatever you have, you know, issues you have. But you're willing to have somebody eat you out to just, you know, come. That's using somebody. And I just think that's just it's just weird to me. I'm not knocking nobody, but that shit is weird as hell to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I noticed earlier in the chat that a lot of people were like confused by that. But if mm-hmm. you're an ally of the LGBT or you're LGBT yourself, if you're because really science, it's a, it's actually a spectrum. If you look at the science base of most people are not 100 percent gay or straight. They may be like 95, 98, <laughs> but a lot of people actually fall like, you know, almost like in this Richter scale. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to it so it's been something that's been known in that community for a long time so mm-hmm. i just wanted to educate now back to shinseya um sh- i saw the video after i saw all the hype i had the the song was okay i kind of have a feeling if it's played in parties and clubs it'll get hits regardless i kind of feel like it's like the lizzo song where people say mm-hmm. they hate it but then the numbers say different Mm-hmm. the video annoyed me and the reason why the video annoyed me is because it for me the issue is not as much of the showing the raunchiness because i'm going to be honest i seen once a, a, a drake and 21 savage music video and the girls were eating each other's booties out in um in the pool okay there's been mm-hmm. raunchy stuff in rap videos so if the men can do it the women can do it Right. That's number one. My issue is all these pastel colors and the ice cream and the lollipops that attracts children to watch it. And that's right. my issue. Yep. If it was like an adult, like, you know, uh, like, you know, this is for adults. And and remember, YouTube went through that whole phase. You could even content creators could even have pastel colors. Otherwise, like you got hit by YouTube and you had to change. I knew content creators had to change their entire color schemes because pastel colors are like children are naturally attracted to those colors. Mm -hmm. But yet all these sexual music videos Mm -hmm. have pastel colors. And that's my issue, because, again, we're all grown. 
So we know what a licky, 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 but if you, you know, 10 or 11 and you're running across this and you're seeing these cartoons in the videos and fake ice cream and, you know, it just, it does a lot where it's almost like they're trying to desensitize the youth. You know what I'm saying? Like this is supposed to be normal behavior. And for me, I have an issue with that being normalized for kids under a certain age. Like I just don't, I feel like, you know, 12 and under, you want to keep that innocence as long as you can. You have your whole life to, you know, have sex and do whatever, but you want to keep that innocence in your child as long as possible. But when some of their favorite celebrities are pushing this and, you know, and then it's on TikTok and they're making dances, half these kids don't even understand what they're dancing to. Yes. And that's the problem I have with it too. So you're definitely correct there. Yeah. So it's just a bit much at this point. Yeah. And the other thing is, is um, I know a number of people in the lesbian and bisexual females Mm -hmm. that they're tired of this female on female trope because Mm -hmm. it's been putting the stereotype that they are freaky and will do anything. Mm. And that's See, not the people case. aren't ready for that conversation. And and that was another thing somebody said in the comment. Do you also hold the people accountable who are running around just randomly eating people out? I'll eat you out even though I know you're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Do they get held accountable too? Because they're offering. <laughs> well, to be fair, um, uh, there are older lesbians that will mm. not mess with bisexual women because of that Mm. that are that they won't even talk to you they're just like nope because they you know unfortunately the pillow princess stereotype you know there are a number of lesbians that absolutely refuse to even want to put themselves in that situation yeah because i know another big thing that people say about lesbians is that you know they're always down to do a threesome and most of the lesbians I know don't want to have a threesome. They don't want a man involved. If you're a lesbian, that's the whole point of being a lesbian. You don't like dick. But it's almost like this stereotype where people just feel like, you know, lesbians are just disposable. They're just there to be freaks and girl on girl. And then when real lesbians step to these girls who play play lesbians in videos and on Instagram and trying to dance freaky with their best friend, then it's an issue when a real lesbian steps to you. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Why are you pretending to be something that you're not just for attention from straight men? Mm -hmm. Because you have females who do that where they want to play that gay or bisexual role, you know, for straight men, for like straight male attention. But then when a stud steps at them, then it's like, I'm not gay. And how dare you? (laughs) It's like, wait, what? (laughs) But you're kissing your friend on Instagram. You know what I mean? It's like the weirdest shit. Like, you got to understand what you put out there. And, you know, I think it also boils down to respect and just understanding everybody is not a trope. You know, people are real human beings. So I think you made made some really good points, sis. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. So, you know, because, yeah, there is a term for it. It is a known thing. And I think if we are going to have these raunchy videos, they need um, just like, you know, they used to have the explicit lyrics or whatever disclaimer. Mm-hmm. That needs to be in the front of every YouTube video like that. Because like I said, when I saw the 21 Savage and Drake one, I did not want to see uh, a girl eating another girl's booty. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I'm not judging anybody that does that. But it's just like, I'm like, um, I would have liked to have been warned in advance. <laughs> it's like rather than it just in my eyeballs. 
and I th and especially if you're going to be adding all these pastel colors like no have like stop like you're attracting children to watch that and i don't want my little four-year-old five-year-old nieces seeing that like right. i don't <laughs> so. definitely well thank you so much for calling and i appreciate you no problem all right bye so let's go ahead i'm gonna um bring on a one of the fellas here uh deandre hey t how you doing nice to finally meet you Nice to meet you too with that deep voice. How you doing? It's just a look, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any echo? Because you are on speaker. No, you sound good. You sound real good. Okay, mm -hmm. great. So one of the points that I did want to add, um, because I did have a chance to look at your video from yesterday. Um, and I don't know one of the Kingston artists that um that dance hall artist, I'm sorry, that said something. I don't know his name, but he did say something. Uh, Futa hype. Is it either photo hype or futa hype? <laughs> he was saying I was mispronouncing. I'm like, child, I don't know how to say that name. Yeah, he had made a comment about like her being like, oh, it's of the devil and she sold her soul. And mm -hmm. I didn't really know how to come on here and say it because I don't want to offend anybody who's Caribbean or anybody's beliefs. But I do find it to be a double standard, I feel like, in a lot of um Caribbean communities that, you know, are religious or, you know, they are spiritual. They seem to demonize women for being sexual, for having their own sexual desires and, and being explicit with it when the men do the same thing. And I feel like, how is she a, a demon if you talk about doing the same thing? Okay. Yeah. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. You know, it just doesn't make sense to me. And I find it to just be very um, unique that anytime one of these artists start doing what they've been doing, um, which is being explicit, all of a sudden she sold her soul. She's a demon. Oh, my God. She's trying to, you know, rob the youth. Um, and that was one of the points I wanted to make. And then another point I wanted to make, which I think a lot of people are missing, that he kind of said about, you know, the agenda I think he may have mentioned something like that or, I'm, you know, I may be taking like kind of like everything that I kind of remember him saying and kind of putting it together, like basically getting to the point of what he was saying. Um, he also like, oh, there's an agenda. But I feel like people have to realize, too, when it comes down to um, music, um, you know, and the psychology behind music, they were saying that you don't have to, you know, deny music for it to enter your brain, you know. All mm -hmm. I hear right now is that mm, part of the song. Like I can't get that out of my head, even though I listened to it one time. Um, and it really, I do feel like the music industry is geared towards um, kind of programming people for porn, which I think mm -hmm. is a new thing that people don't really recognize. You know, now everything is really, if you can't have sex with somebody, you go to porn. Porn is the next mm -hmm. thing. And, and, you know, it's just a theorist. Um, one of the I don't know if he's a founder in psychology or he did a theory in psychology, but he talked about I forgot what specifically what it's called, but he used the um, theory with the dogs and the bell. And basically, anytime it was dinner time, he rang the bell. And after a period of time, the dogs would start salivating. I can't even say the word. So ghetto. They would start like the saliva <laughs> would produce in their mouth. 
because they were no, they knew it was dinner time and they were ready for that steak. And I mm-hmm. feel like with music and certain images, now you're you're kind of programmed or wired to to kind of be more sexually geared um, when you hear certain sounds or words or visuals. And I feel like it just it's really making the porn industry continue. And look, now we have OnlyFans. Now we have a lot of people doing more porn. And I really think it's because of the music. So that's all I want to come and say. Well, you made some really good points. And I definitely think that there is a connection to that because as the music became more sexual, so did everything else. The clothing, you know, got smaller and smaller because it was emulating the music videos. I remember when I went to go get some clothes for like my little niece and I was surprised at how short the shorts were. Even when I would go to school to go pick up my son from school, like in the spring and summertime, and I'm seeing these girls walk out and their shorts are the same size as underwear. Like when we had shorts, they'd be like to your thighs and you could, you know, kind of they have like, you know, a little part you could roll up or we wore uh, what are those capri pants. But now the shorts stop at your butt. They're the size of underwear. And I feel like everything goes off of the entertainment and the music industry. Everything mirrors. So as the music got more sexual, the clothing got smaller. It got tighter, more midriffs, you know, things like that. And then it's like you have the porn merging with the music as well. And you have kids younger and younger, like we talked about a few weeks ago with whole, with the whole Billie Eilish situation and how she got addicted to porn at the tender age of 11. So it's that real. But thank you so much for calling. I appreciate you. Love you. Too. Love you, too. Bye. Lady J, you there? I am. He, DeAndre, really made some awesome points um he he really did like and it's it's really unfortunate that and for me personally i don't consume porn that's just my preference i don't judge anybody who do i've been i've walked in the room where i've seen things i'm like oh okay i'm not that chick but for me it's more like i think I want that behind closed doors. I want to keep that to myself and my partner. I don't want that exposed. I don't want to be too, uh, using the old school term, risque or too super affectionate and do it in front of my people with my man. I don't want any of my associates to get enticed by what my man's doing to me in front of y'all. That's why some of y'all men and your friends be trying to holler at your people because of what you be doing in front of them. Like, and you know, th- that's just my personal opinion. But then you see that same thing replicated in the music videos. And I do think it is kind of desensitizing people. And that dog and that bell thing, I remember that. That was like the strongest point almost in his whole thing. He really hit it home. It's really desensitizing. And it is. It's it's where we're going, unfortunately. Do we go backwards and go back to norm, I guess? I don't know. Don't know. It's going to be interesting. Let me go ahead and bring on Kashira. Hi, hi, hi. How you guys doing? I'm glad you're feeling better Good. today. But yes, Thank like you. off the point of like the whole desensitizing, I feel like they are desensitizing us for like whatever reason. No, I mean, we can go like deep on that, but... I feel like they're really doing this on purpose. Like, it's not a coincidence why we're being so, um, the kids are being so sexualized. But, okay, so when it comes to the whole Shinsia Megan video, um, mm-hmm. 
I don't like the song. I don't like the video either. Megan, how does Megan have a better verse than Shinsia? If anybody listens to Shinsia, like she can really rap and she's really good at singing and all that. And then like she didn't have any of that in Lick. And I'm like, you basically dumbed down yourself. Like her and Megan have good freestyles. But mm. when both of them, when like when they make the mainstream songs, it's like, what are you talking about? Like, what happened to the whole like, you know, freestyling? It's like they dumb it down. So I was just like, mm. and also, um, so my parents are Caribbean. Well, my dad's from the Caribbean. I was raised by my um Jamaican grandparents. Mm-hmm. Let me say something. <laughs> These Jamaican men <laughs> is liars. They're liars. Oh. They're liars. They're liars. They do the things. They be chatting. Mm-hmm. They do them. I know a sexual deviant Jamaican man in Jamaica who do way more. When I say way more, I mean way more. So they just in public, they like the front. I even had mm-hmm. an um, old boyfriend who told me like, you know, oh, in front of my friends, I say, you know, I never do that. I never do that. But when I'm with you, I'm like, I'm like, OK, yeah, because y'all are liars. So, yeah, they be chatting. So they really do it. <laughs> I, I, no, they really do. T like I believe like, you. It's like they, and especially once you get to a certain age, I just don't exactly. see. You know, I'm not saying that there's not women out there who would be like, okay, well, fine, you don't do oral, it's okay mm-hmm. with me. I maybe if you, I guess maybe if you 18 or something. But I'm sorry, by the time you've grown, <laughs> we grown. I'm not. I, I'm sorry if you're over the age of 35 and you still like, like I don't, I don't do oral. You will find yourself <laughs> like, by yourself, sir. Okay, so don't so jerk off in the corner because you're not going to waste my time. You know, exactly. so I just, I, it's like, who are these women who are condoning this? <laughs> Those same women, women are in the background looking at them, shaking their heads because they say, no, that's not what you did last night. Like, you, they just let, honestly, in the, in the culture, you just let them chat and you just let, because you don't really call them out unless maybe you right. break up and then that's when you bring it up because I, I guess that's like a, you know, a dig. But like, for real, for real, we're grown. Like, it shouldn't even be that much of a thing. And I feel like people are going off on Shantia, like the Jamaican community, because they know she has more talent than that. And they just feel like she's like, she just wants to be so mainstream. And like, they're like, yo, you have more talent than that. Like, you from Jamaica, like, we all have like good as artists who became like mainstream, like Sean Paul, you know, all Shaggy, all those people. You don't gotta, um, you know, sell yourself so short. So we like, you're not putting on for Jamaica. Like, that's what it is. Right. And you know, now you I see, say, yeah. I see some people in the chat saying DJ Khaled. Now let's keep that real. Now let's let's talk about DJ Khaled. Oh boy. Quick. DJ Khaled came out and claimed on the Breakfast Club that he does not eat out his wife. Ooh. So Angela was like, "Oh well, damn. So you don't, you know, you don't like head, or you just don't like, or oh no, no, no. She sucks me up. I love head, but I will never eat her out. And some people say, well, he's Muslim. That's Muslim culture." The only reason why DJ Khaled's, you know, sloppy, sloppy shaped self can even get away with that is because he has money. Okay. Now, if you're being taken care of and you don't want for anything and you're living the life and all that, then I guess you can trade that for that lifestyle. But the average man, you can't be out here, honey. And you're just, you know, the average guy working a nine to five. You're just a fry cook. And you talking about you don't eat the cat. Sorry, sir. Like that. that, that that's not, <laughs> you can't put yourself on the same pedestal as a DJ Khaled. It's not going to work for most women. Are not going to put up with that. And some women are just like, I don't care how much money he got. If he don't satisfy me in the bedroom, it's a wrap. But obviously for his wife, she's willing to put up with it because of the lifestyle. Because other than that, I don't see any. If he wasn't, if he was just Abib Khaled (laughs) that worked at the corner store, (laughs) trust and believe he'd have no choice. 
Exactly. <laughs> no, you're right, T. Like, I don't, ain't no, ain't no fat Nick, tell me what he not eating. Like, what you talking <laughs> like about? Like Nikki said, like, right. Exactly. Like, stop, <laughs> stop, stop playing, DJ Khaled. Like, I know your mother, and that's another thing. It's the religion thing for me is the aspect, but there's so many things you can't do in religion, but you, you want to pick and choose. Like, come on now. Like, you, you're showing me, like, your priorities. The priority is you, but you're going to, you're going to pick you over religion, basically. Like, stop it. There's so many other stuff. Like, people are hypocrites, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that I find very, very interesting, like, just with this whole topic and how upset so many people were. And it's like, half of y'all who are screaming the loudest probably do all of this behind closed doors. All of it. All of it. We, I be at parties with people I know who do it, be in day, be chatting, all that stuff. I just be like, you is, you is a liar. Like, you, why is y'all putting up this front? Like, come on, you're grown. You're too grown for that. You're too grown for that. We all grown. Like, stop letting people clown you. Like, literally. That's, when I think about it, people care about what other people think. And that's really it, because if nobody cared, like, I, there are people who actually, like, own up to it, but, like, right. if you really care, like, that's it. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for calling in. It was good talking to you. Good talking to you, too. All right. Have a good evening. Let me go ahead and bring on um, Christopher. Christopher, go ahead and unmute your microphone. You good at me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How are you? I'm good. Okay, so I'm Bohemian. I'm from the Caribbean. Okay. I hear the accent. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when it comes to the whole sincere situation, I think it's kind of ridiculous because it's mm-hmm. like um, I grew up listening to dancehall music. Even though I'm not from Jamaica, dancehall music is widely played throughout the Caribbean. Right. So I know Shinsia before the American market knew her, right? And so she already had songs that was highly sexual. She had the whole foreplay song where she was talking about, you know, a man fingering her. Then you got that song where she's singing about a man tying her up. So it's like, this ain't the first time she's sung about sexual music. So to me, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that's how people were making it seem like before that she was singing about, like, you know, church songs. <laughs> right, right. So it's like, <laughs> it's like she's always done dance hall. Yeah. Right. This is not the first time she's sung about anything sexual. Like, I'm accustomed to her talking about sex because I've been listening to her for years. I know who Cynthia is. So it's kind of weird for everybody to all of a sudden act like she's never sung about sex. And my thing is, um, as someone who's from the Caribbean, who has grew up in the Caribbean, has listened to dancehall music my whole entire life. I've heard men talk about sexual song, sexual topics in dancehall all my life. And I've never, anybody have a problem and never seen so much backlash like I've seen now. Mm-hmm. It's highly ridiculous. Like, I remember singing when I was like in the sixth grade, sixth grade um, Akaline, whatever, sixth or seventh grade when Akaline was talking about, I have a pen. He literally opened the song with, I have a penis for your vagina hole there. I'm there for you whenever you feel alone. Like, this. Oh. I, I it's called Move Mountains. <laughs> I've listened to songs like that since I was dead young. So to me, it's kind of ridiculous that now everybody has a problem with it. Like this is everybody wants to be moral all of a sudden. Right, right. Like don't try to play moral now. Where was all these morals? A couple of years ago when it was men singing about these lyrics. Like I don't I don't have a problem with it. I really don't care. Maybe because I'm young. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe because I'm really young and I don't have a problem with it. Like it's a different generation. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's a generational thing. But at the same time, it's like 
I mean, so I was listening. Ask you, <laughs> let me ask you this because you know we have women in the chat. They, they child, they like what him look like. They want to know what you look like. <laughs> what him do in the bedroom? <laughs> I, I mean, see, I'm young. I'm 18. I just graduated high oh, okay. school. Like, last never year. mind. Never mind. He's he young enough to be my child. I don't want to know what you do in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, he's a baby. He's a baby. <laughs> back up. Back up. Look at all these old freaks talking about what him do in the bedroom. What him look like? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but seriously. <laughs> no, but I appreciate the compliments. But seriously, seriously, I, I it's like I I can't take the criticism seriously. And when I was listening, I grew up listening to Vibes Cartel and Spice. And like, come on now, really? Yeah, yeah, no. And I think too, I think with y'all's generation, because child, y'all are young, y'all don't have what's the name, Chris Hansen popping up here. But I'll say this. Especially with like the high school, college age generation, right? So like, let's say seventeen to like twenty three. I, I, I have to step away for a second, but yeah. Oh no, I really... you're good. I was saying like with y'all's generation, mm -hmm. I think you guys are more open with sex, the way y'all talk about it, because you guys have been exposed to so much. Like we weren't exposed to all of this when we were younger, right? So you mm -hmm. have for the older generation, it's more taboo to like freely talk about this, to freely, you know, even it out like in public even simulating you know just being too sexual they want you to be more conservative mm -hmm. but with y'all's mm -hmm. generation it's like everything's out there it's like rah rah so do you feel like that's where some of the problem is it's a generational probably. thing I, think, I probably because like like i say i grew up listening to dancehall music that was extremely explicit songs that i wasn't supposed to be listening to i was listening to it from a young age and my peers was listening to the same music so to me it's like not really much of a dip. Like I don't really see what's the problem. I'm accustomed to hearing women. I'm like not necessarily women, but like you know, we we all know the song. What in song name is again? On with Vibes Skelton and Spice. Uh, uh, Conjugal. Yes, that's the name of yeah that one. And then what's the other one? The older one. Um, there's another one. I can't remember the name leaving my head right now. But like yeah, I'm just accustomed to this type of music. Maybe it's because I grew up in the Caribbean and I've listened to this type of music. Rompin' Shots, that's the, that's the name of the song. That's it right there. That song, I was listening to that at a very young age and like, I wasn't supposed to. Like, I knew that song and I knew it mm. word for it. And I not I wasn't supposed to be singing that type of song then, but like, you know, and I'm not that much of a hypersexual individual. Granted, you know, I'm young, so yeah, whatever, right? But like, I am not like sex obsessed. Even though, like, I listen to this hypersexual music, I think a lot of older people think that we're so sex obsessed. No, we just enjoy the musical, what it is. We don't take it that seriously. We just say, oh, okay, this is just something fun to listen to. And then, you know, we take it at face value and we just enjoy it for what it is. I, I don't think most people around my age are taking this music and absorbing it and be like, okay, this is what we're supposed to be like. No, it's just something to listen to and bop your head and have fun. And when you want to turn up, and that's just it. Ain't nothing too serious. It's just something okay. to turn up to. Okay, I can respect that. I'm going to have to look that up. Rump and Shop. It looks like a lot of people have heard it in yeah. the chat. Right. Someone say hi, song over yeah. 18. I don't know. <laughs> Jeans? <laughs> well, thank you for calling in, Christopher. People are like, he don't sound 18. He sounds grown. <laughs> I'm not fooling with this check. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Too. Love your channel. Love you, too. Thank you so much for calling in. Mm -hmm. Bye. Child, y'all are a mess, honey. <laughs> <laughs> had me question them as soon as he said 18 in my head all you heard was breaks like ah, never mind 
Never mind. Let me go ahead and bring on, um, let's see here, Goddess Taylor. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing good. That's good. So um, I listened to the song Lick, and I watched the music video, and I'm 20, so I'm still I'm considered Gen Z, I guess. And mm -hmm. I looked at it, and I was not feeling it. It was just... I'm just I just really wish women that are in the rap industry would just talk more like just talk about something other than like, you know, getting their kitty licked. And that's the same. Go like that goes for um, men as well. I am so mm -hmm. tired of every time I listen to a rap music, um, I'll, I'll hear about gang banging. And then for like a couple of seconds, they'll talk about how their girl is giving them head. It's just it's so annoying. And I feel like people are just not. What's the word? They're just not being. It's not evolving. Right. Yes. It's like the same thing. I'm so tired of hearing the same thing. And then I am not Jamaican, so I don't know much about that culture. But I will say even in America, men expect women to just be there. Like they don't see them as humans. They see them, see them as objects. And mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I really I don't like that at all. I feel like it should be equal. Um, I don't think a man should want head, but don't want to like give like you know give it to someone else i don't like that at all i just feel like it's really hypocritical and that just goes to show like there's some men that still see women as like objects and i really hope in the future that we can get past that because it's just it's 2022 and it's just really sad that people still think that way and, and yeah and another thing ahead. to piggyback off of um what you were saying about being tired of the same lyrics remember i said a long time ago that most of the rappers nowadays they read out the same fuckboy manual. Yes. In order to make it in rap, you got to brag about all your money and your bling, mm -hmm. fucking a bunch of bad bitches, killing other black yeah. men. It's like a formula. So now that we see this formula, because this is the formula for whatever reason that's been working for, like, I would say the past 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. How much responsibility is also on the fans? Because like I always say, people are only going to get as far as we allow them as consumers. And what people don't understand is that the energy that you give certain people, the likes, um, the follows, all of that is virtual currency, right? It may not yeah. be dollars, but somebody having a big enough following or going viral can then turn into a whole career for them. For instance, most recently, the Island Boys. Those two twins oh that are Cuban that, you know, I'm an island boy. Them. Yeah. People, they can't rap. They can't. They're just weird. Their hair's weird. You know, they look like caricatures. And but because now they have a big following, now they're able to monetize it and make money. And, you know, so that's the thing that people are not understanding right. that uh, some of this is our fault as consumers. If we don't like the overtly sexual stuff, why are we so quick to support that? And not support the women who aren't doing it. Remember when Chloe first came out, she was like the little innocent virgin Christian woman, you know, singing good Christian, you know, pop songs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And nobody really paid her and her sister no mind. They were just the cute little girls with dreadlocks. That's it. That's all. But the second she started showing her ass and, you know, twerking and licking on microphones, now she's on the shade room every day. Now she's, you know, the talk of the town. So I, I, I get how artists are very torn. Because I can, you know, I see a lot of people saying Rhapsody, but yeah, you know, people might watch her and listen to her, but 
until she does something like what Chloe did, where she's ready to take it off and show her body. Unfortunately, she's not going to get as much support because the people's minds are not trying to support that content. They say they want it, but the numbers say otherwise. Right. Yeah. And I completely agree with that. And that's where I'm kind of, I don't know, conflicted. Like, personally, I don't. My boyfriend listens to rap music, so when I'm in the car with him, I will I have no choice but to listen to it. But personally, mm-hmm. I don't listen to that type of music. I just don't I don't really care about how many women are sucking your dick. I really don't care. So I I don't listen to that. But I I hate I do agree with you. I really do hate that people say that they um they don't want women to do that, but in turn they still listen to the music. I'm not one of those people, but I do hate that those people do that. It mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, thank yeah. you so much for calling in, sis. It was good talking to you. Thank you. You too. Bye. Okay, bye. So let me go ahead and bring on Dwight. Uh, Barry, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, hey, what's up? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I see you were trying to get on, and I don't know, it kept disappearing every time. Yeah, I was having stage. connection problems. Yeah, and I was driving at the same time, so I figured, you know, my, my wife and I were listening in. But um, I do want to make a couple of points. So first of all, um, I'm from Toronto, Canadian-born, but definitely Jamaican background. Um, my whole house was considered just Jamaican. Like we did a lot of stuff there. I listened to dance hall. I'm a '90s kind of kid, so I mean, I was growing up with the whole '90s R&B dance hall and stuff. So. This whole thing with her and the whole oral sex thingy, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. All JA guys do it, okay? It's a lie. It's a front. They will eat that stuff like Aki and Saltfish, okay? Straight up. They, Ooh, I'm here for the accent, not Aki and Saltfish. <laughs> they will, listen, I have brethren who are straight from JA, and the stuff that they do down there, they make it seem like it's all taboo and, oh, we don't do that. Bad man don't yam this, bad man don't yam that. No. They will drink that stuff like soup, okay? Like, they are all a bunch of hypocrites. <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they are a bunch of hypocrites. Me, personally, I mean, I'm not going to tell... I mean, I'm married, so, I mean, I do stuff for right. my wife. Right? But a lot of those guys, it's it's a whole front. And then, also, too, even with the whole... Like, I'm going to take it way back. So, for all my you know people in the chat who you know, are from J.A. or let's dance all, even in the 90s, we remember growing up, like, Shaba Dembo. I mean, that's basically said, you know, no oral sex. Vegas, heads high, killing with the nose, same thing. Lady Saw, Sycamore Tree, they all promoted that stuff, but deep down, they were doing that stuff. They were all doing that stuff, like, mm-hmm. behind, you know, behind the whole market. They don't, it, they, it's a whole front, right? Like, even Beanie Man song back in the day, you know, um, gunshot, in the air, but, you know, all that stuff like that, no gals sitting in your face like chair. Listen, Beanie Man, all them people, they do it. They all do it, they just don't promote it or they don't want to be known to do it because it's an embarrassment so mm. um it's that's how it is like i mean it was it was crazy like when i was younger it was like you shouldn't be doing that you shouldn't be doing that and then when you realize but well, hold on a second the girl actually likes when you do that so maybe i should just change yeah. my- <laughs> keep maybe just keep doing it just a little bit <laughs> yeah and like i mean you know what i'm saying so i'm just and for the, I forget the guy's name. The guy that was saying how oh, it's it's bad. It's it's a devil. It's it's um. Oh, she's with the height. Yeah, whatever. Because mm-hmm. I'm like I said, I, I'm over a nineties person. I don't follow these 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 two twenty mm-hmm. twenty people, or whatever. Again, they're full of crap because they have no problem telling the girl, you know, you know, suck this, do this, swallow this, all that stuff. Have no problem with that. 
but for some reason, the girl, you can't reciprocate it to your woman. It's foolishness. Like, all them guys, okay, lady, my last thing, ladies out there, to any, if a J- Jamaican guy says he ain't doing it, 90% of the time, he's doing it. He's eating it like Jamaican patty. Okay, I'm telling you right now. It's a lie. Okay, it is a lie. Okay, that's all I got to say. <laughs> Yo, I'm so glad you caught it. <laughs> no, I appreciate you calling in and just keeping it real. Because I yeah. think a lot of people, you know, front in public, and I get it. You know, sometimes you don't want anybody in your business, but I hate when people try and get on their moral high horse, and then you want to talk down to people, but then, you know, when the doors are closed, you're doing the same thing. Because like I said, once you're married and you're in a committed relationship, even if you're not married, if you're, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, you've been together, you know, eventually you're going to have to do more. And it's and exactly. for 90% of women, that is how 90% of women end up coming. Just exactly. know, be vulgar. But so it's just like, I just don't understand when people are like, oh, I don't do that. Well, then that means you're just you're selfish for one. And it's only about you. So that right there is a turn off. Exactly. Like, as I said, most of these guys are fronting it. It's they, they don't want to do it. They think it's it's beneath them. They're being submissive and stuff. And it's just like, stop it, man. Like, stop your foolishness. Like I said, I know enough guys from down there. They claim that they don't. They're in the club. They're like, yo, I ain't doing it. And when they go home to their girl, they're like, they're eating the, bo- they're eating the booty like groceries. Not even groceries, like Costco. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> right. like, 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 stop your foolishness, right? Just admit the fact you like to eat the box, but you don't have to tell anybody. It's none of, the, you know, it's none of your business. And like right. I said, maybe because I'm in my 40s and I'm just like, yo, I'm, I'm so over that stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's fun. Well, thank you so much for calling in and just giving us that perspective, you know, on, on Jamaican men and, you know, the front that some of them are doing. I appreciate that. No problem. And yes, guys, remember, it's something the ladies do like to do. My wife thanks me every night. But anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Thanks for calling in, Dwight. Appreciate you. Lady J, he kept it real, honey. He said they are eating it like I can selfish. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate him keeping it all the way real because mm-hmm. like let's not pretend like y'all not. Um, there are some people who want to keep it clean and I guess classic in their mind in their mind and say no 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 no. But it still kind of goes back to the what you do behind closed doors. You know, that type of thing. Like you ain't putting it out on front street, but it is being done. And I think in a way it's kind of like a boundary, but it ain't favoring women. It's it's for the benefit of men. And see, you can't it's 2022. You can't have it both ways. You can't. Plain and simple. Right. So let's pretend and like somebody else said earlier, like you can't be disgusted now and not disgusted here like you gotta it has to be consistent across the board so but i appreciate him keeping it real yeah he did <laughs> he did i love that so let yeah. me go ahead and bring on some more people it's almost 7 30 we're gonna go to eight so i'm gonna try and get as many people on as possible let me go ahead and bring on ende nay it's nay that's why i put oh, it in um, parentheses i'm west african Oh, okay. Thank you My for calling in. My real name is Yande. No problem. Yande, that's Hope pretty. y'all all doing good. Yeah, we are. We are. As I mentioned, I'm West African, Gambian to be exact. That's very small. So Jamaicans and Gambians, like Africans, share a lot mm-hmm. of things in common. And I would say first, thank y'all for getting me through my nursing homework because I was busting out laughing. Y'all are hilarious. 
Yeah, it's nice for a fun night. It really has. But I want to just talk about how like sex sells and Sancia is using that to our advantage because it's still having us talking, regardless mm-hmm. of like you said, social media currency. She's making money off of us even being here talking about it. So it's working for her. She's getting what she wants. And the second thing, I think the problem is more about she is embracing women actually enjoying sex. You know, mm. in my culture, women don't talk about sex at all. Like me and my mom, I never got the talk. And I'm 20 years old now. Mm-hmm. I had to learn everything on my own, you know, and like watching YouTubers like you and stuff open my mind. Like, how should a woman treat themselves and et cetera? Mm-hmm. And like I said, since she is more like on the literal side, not literal, lyrical side, she can rap. She can sing Megan the same way. However, they dumb themselves down because if they were to come out and rap about something conscious, who's going to listen to them? Who's mm-hmm. going to push them mainstream? Because to look at all the people like you were mentioning, Rhapsody, she is as conscious as conscious can be. But who is pushing her? So yeah. they're like, OK, this is what works. So I'm going to stick to it. Also, my parents tried to censor what I was looking at a lot. Like I said, I'm 20, but we have everything on our phones, literally the movies, the videos. It is easy access. So you don't even have to go hard looking for it because it is put out for us. Like you said, it desensitizes. And I talk about this with my best friend a lot. Our age, what we know, we should not at all. We Mm -hmm. should not. I am 20 years old and I know already way too much. And it's a blessing and a curse because I can know how to move forward with men and how to treat myself as a woman. However, I was supposed to be taught that I shouldn't have been pushed to that, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's the problem, too. Like in, you know, a lot of our communities, especially like African parents, you know, Caribbean Mm -hmm. parents, you know, I have African parents, too. And that's the thing. They don't talk about sex. That Uh is not a conversation that happens. But then when your child gets pregnant, now everybody's mad. Well, you never talked mm-hmm. about sex. You never told me about condoms, you, you know? So it's like just things that just weren't discussed. You were right. just not supposed to do it. But that's not human nature because as kids, you are curious and you don't know. Exactly. Now, what's very interesting, because you're 20, now, a lot of these young, the youngins on Discord <laughs> been telling me to watch Euphoria. You know, I've been binge watching. Yes, show, I just finished watching it. Girl. So this morning, because I finished Siren, I love Siren. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, let me go ahead and start Euphoria. So I woke up about nine o'clock this morning. I watched the first episode. It had me shooketh. Because I'm like, what is going on with this generation? Y'all are doing drugs and watching porn and uh, having sex in swimming pools in front of your entire class. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, y'all's generation is off the hook. Wow. And, and it's like, and you can say, well, that's just a show, but that shit is really mirroring what's going it's on happening. with young people. It is happening. Yeah. Like you guys are so uninhibited happening. that it's almost scary Yeah. because it's like anything goes. And then on top of you guys having this whole anything goes mentality, when people try and say, no, you shouldn't do that. Or, you know, think about it this way. Then it's you're shaming me. Mm-hmm. You know, then it's like they try and that's how they shut down the conversation. Well, you're shaming. Exactly. Well, everything is in shaming. Yeah, sometimes people are giving you good damn advice. Right. But so it's just like this generation is growing up so fast, but that show scared the hell out. Of, I'm gonna finish it, but it definitely scared the you hell out. You should because of what you always gotta see too. Look at it from our perspective. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in college currently, and I don't know how many people who take Adderall just to stay up and get through an exam. You know, something as simple. Drugs are common. We're not scared now. Now, we're black, so cocaine, like, if you take it that far, now we'll question you. But we, normal, 
acts like Xanax, normal. Everything is normalized. Like right. you don't a taboo anymore. Now, if you're doing heroin and stuff like that, we'll look at you a little bit. But it's like it, we are in a generation where it's like it's not my business. I ain't gonna worry about it because mm-hmm. if you say too much, you will feel like they will. You're shaming. You're ju- yeah, you're and right. yeah, and even when the girl was saying. Um, you know, she was a virgin and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, she wanted to lose her virginity, but I was like, oh, you're a virgin. Ew, get some dick, find exactly. some dick. Whatever they were saying, they kept telling each other that. Right. And then it was like the way they were just, they just didn't care. It was just, you know, it's just something to lose. It's no big mm-hmm. deal. And the whole time I'm, you know, I'm, I'm older. So I'm watching this shit like, what about the soul times? What about <laughs> the soul times in the swimming pool and the mm-hmm. water spirit? You know, cause I'm just like, this is just too much. Y'all kids are doing too much on this show. I'm gonna keep watching it though, but it had me shook it. I just, I turned it off after the first episode. I said, I'll come back and watch the rest tonight. You have to mentally prepare for that show because I was not it, expecting that. Cause I didn't reality. watch a trailer or nothing. I was just like, oh, cute little Zendaya. <laughs> That's how, you know, I went in, like, you know, they might cute little Zendaya from the Disney Channel. And, you know, now I, I was just like, what in the fuck? Like, she's doing drugs? Oh my God! Yes, yes. <laughs> snorting cocaine, and it gets worse. Wait till you get to season two. And I also Ooh. wanted to touch on the subject with Gambian men, or just mm-hmm. with African men in general. Sex is about them. Like yes. I grow up, I'm Muslim as well, and Ooh. you know how you can have up to four wives in Islam. Mm-hmm. It's all about men. What pleasures men want to get, and when women are more liberated, like and say, oh. I want to do the same thing a man do. Sometimes it's like internalized misogyny because you're only wanting to do it only because the man can do it. Do you yeah. really want to do that? And also, um, when we were talking about basically the men saying whatever they want, oh, I want to get my piece up, all of that good stuff. Now that women are explaining how they want to be pleasured is a problem. It's not her speaking sexually because she has speak sexually in all of her songs. Since she is very, very sexual. But it's the fact that now she's saying, oh, I want to be pleasured. I'm not talking about true pleasure in me in the form mm-hmm. of your pee. I want to be pleasured with your mouth. Like, let me be the center of attention. It is a problem. It's all about the woman putting herself in a focal point. Like, it is about me now. They cannot handle that. It's intimidating to them. So it's like, I think there's different yeah. ways that we can cut it up. Because in yeah. their culture as well, it's like sex is about the man. Let him finish. They don't really care if the woman finishes, you know? It's no, it's just like him. once the guy is done, that's just it. He can roll over, go to sleep, and then you're just sitting there twiddling your thumbs like that. What, what the hell damn happened in five minutes? Exactly. You know? So, and, and I think, like I said, to have a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. both partners have to be satisfied. Right. And I think a lot of like even getting away from like the the religious and the cultural aspect right Mm -hmm. then you have a lot of these young men who are also being desensitized because of porn where they feel like a woman it's not my job to make a woman come i'm Mm -hmm. supposed to be choking you and slapping you and you know so it it just expectations are crazy yeah like even when i watch that scene in euphoria of the black boy and the white girl with the big tits i don't know none of these people excuse me right so (laughs) they're getting ready to yeah, so they're getting ready to do it. And when he grabbed her and threw her on the bed and you could tell like he had been watching porn, like that's what mm-hmm. he thought was normal. And she was like, no, I don't like that. What are you doing? I can't breathe. You know, and it's like it just made me think, like, what are our young what are our young boys internalizing when they watch this? Mm-hmm. And what are they perpetuating to our young girls? Because that was so realistic to me because so many kids are addicted to porn. 
Yeah. And if that's all they're seeing, they're not, you know, this is why a lot of young men who are now in their 20s, like 23, 24, 25, they don't think about pleasing a woman mm -hmm. because if they've been watching porn since they were 12 and all they've seen is men being rough and slapping and, you know, them coming in women's faces. And that's what they're typing in because they're able to type in what they want to exactly. see. Exactly. They're not going to type in, oh, how do we eat out a female? And, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? They're not typing that in. The most typed in porn that young males look at is very hardcore, graphic, domineering sex. Exactly. And you can look painful, that up. But they don't know that, you know? Yeah. And like even what you were saying with like the whole virginity conversation with our generation, like every time I will mention I'm 20, I'm in college and I've never had sex, they'll be like, are you serious? Like you haven't lived. Like, have you had your whole phase yet? Like those are the common questions. It's like a, it's like you're put on a pedestal really, but it's like a crazy pedestal. Like, why haven't you? Like, is it? Yeah. It's like you're a weirdo. Crazy? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're missing out. And it's more like you guys identify sex with living. And mm -hmm. if you haven't, you have truly lived if you look within and you are accepting life for how it is, but also trying to motivate yourself to move forward. But, you know, party, the music, like you said, media, media is very heavy on dictating how young people live their lives right now. Like euphoria, mm -hmm. like you said, somebody might watch that idea and be like, oh, my gosh, look at how much they're having fun partying and stuff and think that's how you are as a high schooler and that's what you should do. And then they go yeah. out and do it. Or even thinking your virginity is bad and you need to lose it at a party exactly. to some random, you right. know, but don't don't let society and people pressure you into doing oh. something that you don't feel that you're ready for. You know, mm -hmm. when you're ready to and you meet that special person that is between you and them, you mm -hmm. know, and I think those are the conversations that we need to have. Like, yeah, if you're going to have sex, it's OK. We're not knocking the girls who choose to have sex, mm -hmm. but understand, too, because Sometimes you look back, right, as some of the girls who would, quote unquote, people would call fast or who slept with a lot of guys and you fast forward 10, 15, 20 years. A lot of those same girls are very bitter and jaded and single and just still, you know, now they're in competition with their 20 year old daughters. You know what I'm saying? Because you, they feel like they were used and they hate men and you, you see it and you see it with men online who are bitter and mad because they were out here, you know, passing out dicks like Tic Tacs, you know, fucking <laughs> everything that moves. And now you got, you know, ED and nobody's, you know, trying exactly. to mess with you. So now all black women ain't shit. So, you know, people's exactly. actions when they're younger can affect you as you get mm -hmm. older. So, mm -hmm. you know, keep, keep, keep on doing you and, and being positive and doing what you feel is right in your life. That'll yes. take you a long way. Thank so thank you. you so much for calling. It was very good talking to you. Thank you. You as well. <laughs> thank you. You have a good night, sis. You too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye. She made some awesome points. I really enjoy. I love when I hear from young people, you know, and it's a lot like it's it's so much going on right now with the youth and they're being pulled in so many different directions. So let me go ahead and bring on another fella. Um, Logan May, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey T, how you doing, can you hear me? I'm doing good, how about you? I'm good, um, I just wanted to come on here and like pretty much piggyback off of what like other people were saying. So first and foremost, like I'm Caribbean, like both my grandparents, like they're Caribbean. So on my mom's side, both her grandparents, I'm at both her, um, both our parents, they're Caribbean. So my granddad, he's fully Jamaican, born there, raised there. My grandmother, she's Jama um, she's Colombian, born there, raised there. So I feel like when it comes to being like, when it comes to like 
Jamaicans and how they feel. I really just, I really feel like it just depends on your family. Because my Jamaican family, well, actually both of my uh, Caribbean um, people, like, they, they don't care about, you know, being gay. Like, you know, they're like, you know, it's a new generation. It is what it is. Like, we can't really stop y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we love y'all regardless. And I have, like, a lot of cousins who are females, and they're actually, you know, gay, you know? And, like, the older generation, like, they're they're in their 70s. And I feel like, you know, my mom, she's, like, 38, you know? I feel like when it comes to, like, you know, I guess her generation, like, you know, her cousins, you know, like, my aunts and my uncles, like, they feel a way about it. But it's like, why do y'all feel a bit way about it? And they don't. And, you know, like, they're, they're in their 70s. They're older, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if they can let up and they don't care about it, why do y'all care, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, too, I also wanted to say, um, I feel like with the music, I feel like, like I'm 21. I feel like people are like so tired of hearing about it because it's like, not only is the music vulgar, I feel like it's too descriptive now. It's too detailed, you know. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, the music wasn't really like. I feel like you had to like kind of put together your context clues to like really understand what they were talking about. Right. Like how when we were singing Red Light Special and a lot of yeah. those songs back in the day, we didn't know what they meant. It just sounded good. So, yeah, I agree with you about it being too descriptive. Yeah, because I remember like I was like 19, 20 when I like um, when I realized when, when I realized uh, what rain down like uh, as a SWV when they were singing like rain down on me. Like I was like, whoa, this is what they talking about. And y'all like got me singing this. I was like, blow, like, OK. And I, also, mm-hmm. I, I like also feel too like when it comes to the music, I feel like at parties and stuff. When say you know I'm going to play Kodak, you know everybody like you know nobody wants to hear that for real. Or like, but if I'm playing something like Wobble Baby Wobble, or if I'm putting on R. Kelly, or if I'm putting on Ashanti, like it gets like it gets the people moving, like everybody be dancing. But like if it's something like Kodak or like you know Shansia or but something you know, like, but you know why that is? Let me explain to you. The reason why music like that will get people on the dance floor moving, because that was music with substance. You can play music, a lot of music from like the 90s, and even if it was before your time, it just sounds good. That is called memorable music. From SWV to Janet Jackson to Mariah Carey, like, and that's what we don't have anymore. Nowadays, it's just bubblegum music. Like, nobody's going to be really be playing Lick five years from now or really care yeah. about the song. I mean, think about so many songs that have come and gone in the past five years that nobody plays because they're not memorable. It was just hot at that moment. Yeah. Like, if, like, nobody, you know, and even if it makes, like, the billboard and all that stuff, it's just not the same feeling. And I think part of that is because they're just manufacturing it. People are just going through the motions. They just want to make something that sells. And what sells the most in anything, I don't care if it's music or movies, it's anything sexual. Sex sells. You know, that is a big marketing thing. As long as it's overtly sexual, it's going to grab people's attention. But it's not going to be something that's going to last five, ten years from now. Yeah, I, I, um, I also feel too like when celebrities make music, they just want something that's quick, you know, microwave. I feel like when mm-hmm. it comes to Drake and Kanye, they're, they're versatile. Like, they're in all, you know, they're in country, they're in, you know, Pop K. Like, they know how to make timeless music. They know how to make music that's going to stick from now. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Drake, you know, came out and he did his Take Care album, like, people still go back and listen to that because, you know, it was good music. Like, it's rememberable. It's, it's, it's timeless. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, I think a lot of the good iconic songs that people still remember stopped about 2006. I think after like 2006, most of the stuff is just like, okay, that's cool. You know, if it comes on, you know, at the barbecue, we might dance. But yeah. it's not what I'm going to go, like, it's not going to pop up on my playlist. Yeah, I feel like the era, I feel like we got introduced to a new era when like, I want to say around like 2009 when like Roscoe Dash and like Cat Daddy and all that came and, you know, people was wearing mm-hmm. bands, everybody was jerking you know, snapbacks. I feel like that was like a whole new era for real. Right, right. Yeah, a lot of stuff has changed over the past few years, but thank you so much for calling in. It was good talking to you. All right, you're welcome. Um, okay. Hope you're, hope you're good. Thank hope you hope all as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, let me go ahead and bring on Nastasia. Nastasia, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Can you hear me? We can hear you perfectly. Hello. Hi, how are you? I wish you nothing but a speedy recovery. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. So I'm Jamaican. Um, both sides of my family is Jamaican. And so I uh, grew up during the 90s dance hall where there was Boja Bantan, um, Bunty Killa, uh, Bevington Levy, um, T.O.K. That's where I grew up in. Um, and that birthed Pasa Pasa. So if you're Jamaican, you're going to know what Pasa Pasa is. It was a huge Jamaican party. And then I believe Steven said it when Tony Mataran and Vibes Cartel and Mr. Vegas came out, the music got really raunchy. Um, Dutty Wine was very popular. Um, Hot Fuck was very popular. So they were very raunchy. But I really want to touch on Futai because I feel like he's very, very much a hypocrite. Because the guys I mentioned, like Tony Mataran and Vibes Cartel, was very raunchy. Yeah, broke it down. Yes. Y'all know. Shout out to the chat. Um, (laughs) Shout out to the chat. Um, But when those guys came out and they were really raunchy. Yes, Lady Saw, Queen Queen of Dance Hall. Um, When those guys came out and they were really raunchy, he had nothing to say. He was real quiet. I think it's really terrible of him to come out and be so public about shaming her when she's talking about um, female orgasm or just going down on a female in general because Jamaican men are so hypocritical when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, I when I listened to your podcast earlier, I was really pissed about that because I was like, well, you were real hush hush and quiet. But then when she come out and say something, you want to shame her. And it's because the older generation have a problem with L- like, like, they have a problem with the gay community because like Buja Bantan have a song called Boom Bye Bye and Abati Boyed. Like gay people were literally losing their lives for being openly gay. So I really I just really did not like how he approached that situation. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I really don't like that she's like, Oh, I never wanted to be a dance hall artist. So why were you riding the coattail so hard? Mm. I don't right. like, I really, I'm, that's really insulting. And I, I really feel like Steven's the one that said that she may not come back from this because you're spitting in a, in a very historical, especially for us, we're very prideful as Jamaican. You're spitting in our face and you ro- you rode the hell out of that to- a tailcoat. And then now you're like, oh, I never wanted to be this. I never to be, wanted to be that. But sis. Well, that's because she's tasting that mainstream fame. And that's what I was saying, like, you know, uh, Shenza, be careful what you wish for, because Americans are fickle. 
Like I said, before she hooked up with Meg Thee Stallion, a majority of Americans didn't know who she was. I mean, there's a lot who do, but there, you know, let's not act like she was like a big, 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 where a lot of people just knew her like that. So you can't forget your dance hall roots and what made you, because those are your core fans. The hotties right. are not her core fans. And right, and like, what are you going like to have to fall back on? Yeah, it seems like, to me, she was kind of distancing herself, partly because she was pissed at the backlash, but you can't let the backlash, you know, get you to that point, because dance hall is very sacred, and you can't use it and then try and throw it away, now that you've made it, now that you're bigger than what you think, you know, now she thinks she's bigger than dance hall, and I think that left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Now, as far as Futa Hype, I don't know a whole lot about him. Um, you know, I saw the video, I saw him going in and I could actually understand what he was saying. Cause you know, some people, when they talk their, their, their patra is very, very strong. So I was like, okay, I was listening to a lot of his stuff. So is he like a big artist in Jamaica? Like he's a big dancehall artist or what does he do? Is he a DJ? I would want to say he's a, he's a DJ, but the okay. chat can probably help me correct that. All I know Futai from... Tony Mataran days and Vibes Cartel and voicemail and Ding Dong. That's when he was really popular. This is like mid to late 2000s is when he was really popular, but or not really popular. He was known like SpongeBob. Yes, shout out to the chat, y'all for real are a one. <laughs> oh yeah, all the Caribbeans are in the chat. They have been <laughs> cracking up all night. The chat has been lit. All the Caribbeans they are, are in the lit. House. <laughs> they are definitely they have good good memory, but I mean he just always has something to say. I wouldn't say he, his opinion is law. He don't matter, but mm-hmm. like it's not Beanie Man for me personally. But I mean he's known if you know him, but he's nobody really. But I understood why he was doing that just because the background of dance hall and what it means to the older generation. But at the mm-hmm. same time, a lot of the older generation, like my grandparents hated dance hall they thought it was the most scandalous thing ever you like they used to call it a skatel dance like they 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 hated it so i don't know why he's jumping out the window but i just don't think it's right yeah so people are saying that um he's more or less an mc a dj an internet hype man um uh, internet commentator, okay. Because I'm like, I didn't know. I was like, is he the governor or something or somebody? Because he's so upset. <laughs> he, is he a pastor? Like, what? I didn't know. I didn't know what he was doing in Jamaica. He was going in, and when he got the Connor Demonic, I said, well, maybe he's a pastor. So, we're going <laughs> to like, know, who are you? Use this clip because he was going in, and then I was reading the comments, and a lot of people were agreeing with him too. And, you know, I found it very interesting that even a lot of women were agreeing with it. Like, I get it, you know, because. The whole lesbianism thing is a big deal in Jamaica. You know, that the whole LGBT is frowned upon. That's part of, you know, the culture, unfortunately. So I get that. But I was very surprised, like, you know, that aside, so many women in there saying, like, you know, it's disgusting that she would talk about oral sex and, you know, this is just trashy and this and that. And I'm just like, I'm confused because I don't get like a good Christian vibe from the average modern day dance hall. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've heard the guy talking very sexual, wanting their, you know, what do y'all call, you know, peens? Cocky. And, you know, cocky. Cocky. <laughs> wanting their cocky, cocky sucks. Okay. But when she talks about her pum pum, it's the issue. I don't like that. 
It's very <laughs> hypocritical. That's why I did not like his approach at all. Because it's like, sir, you had nothing to say when it was jump up on the cocky and do all of this. But as soon as she's talking about sucking the poom poom, it's hold up now. Right. You need she's to demonic. Chill. I was like, damn, yeah, she's demonic. demonic. Like, sit down, sir. Sit down. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was going in in certain parts, and I was just because, and that's what I thought. I said, well, you know, maybe he's more religious. I wasn't really sure what his background was, but then when I saw side conversations from a lot of Jamaicans on the in the video, and they're saying oral sex for females is taboo, like it's very frowned upon to speak publicly, and for her to be promoting this, um, you know, it's she's trying to turn the men submissive. You know, because she, you know, they're young, so they're going to have a reach on the youth. So they were saying that a lot of the older men feel like this is bad. She's trying to make, she's trying to normalize our oral sex to the young boys. You know what I'm saying? And the lesbianism. So that was another issue. And I'm just like, y'all got all this from this video? Okay. Yeah, assuming. But that's just, <laughs> that's just the, the heavy um taboo that comes with the jamaican culture unfortunately that a lot of that stuff is you don't talk about it or you just you just carry that to your grave like if you were gay you just carried that or you just lived in shame or you're like someone said your family shamed you i mean it would be great if we had more open mind but nine out of ten there's no open mind when it comes to our culture unfortunately Mm. Well, that's very interesting. I appreciate you for calling in, Anastasia. Thank you so much. Thank you, T, and I love you because you said my name right. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. (laughs) You too. Thank you, sis. Bye. Go ahead. Bye. (laughs) Let me go ahead and bring on Aaron. Aaron, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Child, I'm doing all right. Child, I got a day off today, so I'm good. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Uh, but. I'm not gonna. I can't speak on the West Indian or the the Jamaican side of the house, but I will say like with music, I feel like it goes in ebbs and flows when it comes to sex sexuality and like the explicitness. And like mm-hmm. earlier, someone said, uh, I think it's more descriptive. But when we go back into the 30s or even the 40s, when we talk about blues, they had a genre of dirty blues: Ma Rainey and um, Lucille uh, Lucille. Bogan, I think they were one. They were two dirty blues singers, and like even in their lyrics, one of the lyrics, like um, she has something between her legs that would make a dead man come, and like that song was called "Shave Them Dry," you know. When I was younger, was it that was it that video that when WAP came out and they got all that backlash? And yeah, like, they, 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 they got that all that backlash. Viral of that mm-hmm. black and white video, that old lady like, I like to get my coochie ate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I never seen it or heard of it, but I know what you're talking about. Right. Like that went viral because I didn't know people, you know, talk like that talk back like then. That. Because right. the way, you know, the old too. people talk like, you know, like they didn't even have sex the way some of them talk. And that's what my thing was too. Is like when I talk to my grandparents, like, oh, child, oh, they'll be like, oh, child, I don't know what's going on with this generation and things like that. I'm like, okay, but when you also go into jazz, jazz artists, yeah, they weren't as descriptive. But you have Michael Franks. I love Michael Franks. I grew up on Michael Franks. Um, mm-hmm. He has a song called Popsicle Toes, and he he's using a lot of metaphors. He says that the girl has a nice, the nicest North America that this sailor ever saw. I can feel your warm Brazil and touch your Panama. Mm. And that's describing the woman's, you know, mm. anatomy. And this is just very beautiful, I might say, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm very, but, you know, I, I like how he described it. 
Mm -hmm. Um, It was tasteful. It was very tasteful. But then when you start getting into the 90s, like I was born in 91. I'm 30 now, I'm going to be 31. I remember listening to uh, DJ Quick, because I'm from Cali, DJ Quick, Corrupt, Dog Pound, Snoop. Mm -hmm. You know? Remember, like, it ain't no fun if the homies can't have they have no, Right. That was so vulgar. And we were singing that as kids, you exactly. know, thinking it was normal. You know, like, oh, this is just what happens. Guys just run trains on girls. And it ain't no fun if you don't sleep with all his friends. You know, like, that was what was being normalized to us. That was being you know, normalized. thank goodness I didn't fall into that trap. But there was a lot of girls who did, who thought that that was what it was supposed to be. You're supposed to be passed around and shit. Mm-hmm. And that song was very popular. Popular very beat. Popular. I still know all the words. My- one of my favorite. I love the intro. I like that. We're back at now. The Jack Off Hour is just DJ Easy. Easy. Oh yeah, get me started. If I get fucked up by the bitch, I don't want to smoke. I never had no motherfucking intro to smoke. I get low saluty. Bitch, you can't do me. Do we look like BBD? You you groupie? What? That's what I'm talking about. Why do I still know that shit? Look. Look, it's a classic. And then right. so, so like it's always music or in just in society as a whole, since the beginning of time, it's been a male driven society. And so like when we talk about little Kim and she went through her thing when she first came out, she's talking about the same thing that the men are talking about. Right. You know, and why is it so taboo? It's because that men never imagined women to have power. You know, no. that's how I view it. They never thought that they would be trying to get on the equal playing field. And we can go back to politics and things like that. And it's been shown throughout history. And so even so moving into the 2000s in high school, I know uh, someone mentioned about we were uh, jerk music at that time. You know, listening to uh, got my bands on because they look like sneakers and stuff like that. Before jerk music was even coming out, we were jerking in California in my from what I remember, we were um, jerking to Hood Nigga by Gorilla Zoe. And then it changed mm-hmm. to Trina's Look Back At Me. Mm-hmm. And then we started getting into the jerk music with like, I, I can't get everyone's name, but like you had Dixon ENT. They was talking about um, Eat It Like a Vulture, you know. Like it's always been explicit and it's always been sexualized. And it's, it's very sexual, but now that the advancement of technology is more accessible. Then, yeah, uh, because before, now we can pull up a lot of the lyrics, too. Right. Whereas before, you know, you would look up if you found lyrics in your CD cover. Oh, my God, they actually printed lyrics. Exactly. Because back then, we used to have to write lyrics down. That's why I know so many songs. People always laugh like, you know a lot of songs just off the top of your head. Because when I was exactly. younger... I would write every single lyric down to whatever song I liked because when you write stuff down, it's repetition. It's easier to memorize stuff when you write it down. So I had a whole lyric book of different oh, songs when I was a kid. Well, I would write the entire song like I just, you know, rap now of that song, Warren G, Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. Paul uh, uh, Duel, Janet Jackson. So we would write down our lyrics. But now y'all have been spoiled, honey. Y'all got the it's internet. Somebody <laughs> wrote this shit for y'all. Y'all just right. got Google lyrics to whatever. Y'all even got people putting lyrics on YouTube videos. I said, okay, y'all got it good nowadays. We have to write our shit. <laughs> right. And even like when I said the bathrooms of technology, we talk about euphoria. Euphoria is a real thing because even in high school when I was going through um, that's how it was. And mm-hmm. even in middle school, people were doing drugs. People were having sex. Like that was 
the culture and like the more that the adults try to prevent it from happening as they should because that's what you're supposed to kids don't know they don't know what they're doing they're listening to music they're seeing porn at an early age you know they don't know what sex actually is but the more that you try to restrict it the more that you find ways to gain access to it and so all of it is to say i don't want to put it all on the parents but you also have to monitor what your kids do or watch listen to to the best of your abilities i remember growing up my parents would say don't go to sleep listening to rap or hip-hop go to sleep and listen to something more likely something that's bringing value to your life you know and i'm not going to just put it on rap because i think that i hate that we do that too because we have metal we have rock we have all these things that talk about sex they just don't have women that are in that 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 lane that is talking about sex like men are you know we kind of come down hard on rap and hip-hop and we demonize the lyrics and things like that but i think all, all genres of music do it we seen kurt franklin no disrespect to him we see him go off on his son and you know we see we're supposed to see him as a earthly I mean, a heavenly person you know but he's human at the end of the day too mm-hmm so, yeah and, you know it's all things are more on the open somebody was even saying mm-hmm. in the chat folks were doing drugs in my high school but it was more hush hush it was awesome, um, yep they went to an African-centered school. But yeah, like even back then when people did drugs, like I don't think weed was as hush-hush, but like if you did hard drugs, you better not let nobody know that you were snorting and popping pills. But now it's like almost cool to be a junkie. And I remember Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. said that years ago and people, oh, he's hating. He needs to learn how to read. <laughs> but he, okay, <laughs> we're not going to just throw the messenger, you know, off the cliff. He's exactly. saying some real shit. Like you got too many people just promoting, just drinking lean and popping pills and popping Molly. And it's just like, when are y'all ever sober? Exactly. And this generation, I'm not going to say like, because my generation, like I said, growing up, I born in 91 and growing up, I can't pass judgment on the la- the next generation because we were doing the same things, if not worse. You know, it was just more of a mm-hmm. hush hush or we found way. It wasn't seen because of social media and all the cameras and the videos and things like that. The access is a little different. Right. You know? Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in. It was really good talking to you. I appreciate it. And uh, I remember we talked about on the tickets. Remember about the the uh, is it the Broadway shows? Remember on the low we was talking about when you come to New York. If you oh, you gonna take me to a Broadway show? Yeah, child, you're on the free free on the low low. You tell me. Oh, okay, all right, I'm down. But you have a good one, though. All right, you too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Let me go ahead and bring on Univergo Soul. Unmute your mic. Let's see if it works. Let's. Uh, can I, you hear me? We can hear you, sis. Okay. Hey, boo. Hey. I'm so fine. I'm, I'm, I had to go back out, like you said, and come back in. Yeah, sometimes it, it kind of messes up. I don't even want to waste my time because just Marquee ain't even on. Well, she ain't doing her thing. Well, she ain't doing her thing. But I know she can get me. Your phone is echoing. It is echoing. It is? Yeah, it's like echoing. Don't be messing me up because I had so much to say. Some good stuff. Okay, now it's not. It's not doing it no more. Okay, go ahead. Cool. Mm Hey. Shout out to Lady J. She said, mad good, great shit. And then the homeboy that was just talking, I'm sorry. I apologize. I forgot your name. 
But I took it down a little bit of notes so I could stay, uh, <clears throat> you know, on point. I had to first get away from them neglects because y'all was saying poem and dick. And I was like, oh, the words, <laughs> the words. <laughs> I had to run away from the neglects. I said, oh, no, they're going to hear too much. We over here talk about what they trying to do in the media. We, all, I'm over here like a, doing the most with them. So I had to run away. But the pillow princess thing, I wanted to touch on that real quick. Okay. I had an experience and it was weird to me because I, I consider myself like bisexual. I'm free. You know what I'm saying? I have had many experiences. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the first time when I ever, cause I was like 18, 17, 18, I, I was like, I don't, I don't do that, but you can do it to me. Cause I knew that's what I wanted, but I didn't want to do it to the person and be like, you know, Oh, she, so she could have it on me to say like, oh, she did this to me. Like for me, it was a mental thing. I don't know. But then I got over that. I feel like with age, you're like, you know what? This is what I want and this is what I'm going to do. And that's what I did. And that's okay. That's what I did. But it was weird to me. Like when you say it was weird, you're like, that's so weird. And you don't understand that homegirl. I kind of understand her because I was her. In a sense, mm-hmm. I was like allowing it to happen to me, but I wasn't doing it to anyone else because I didn't want to be considered gay for me. I don't know about her situation because she wasn't very clear. I, I get where you were coming from. But um, for me, I didn't want to be considered gay at the time because it was like I was 17 and that was a different time. Now I'm 36. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't give a fuck, bitch. Yup, she <laughs> ate me out. <laughs> anyway. Nah, not that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yep. And then next on to the next subject. I, I hate them leotards and I feel like Beyonce yeah. brought out the leotard joint. As I soon as Beyonce came out with a leotard, it was like, oh, on it popping, that's the like signature thing, and I hate that. It's like put on some fucking pants, bitch. We can still see your curves. Like, come on. That part for me. Okay. Um um, and I didn't want, I did want to get to Shancia's little video. I did not like her video with the mouthpiece on her poem. Like I'm, yeah. I'm into girls and all that. And I'm just not into that. I'm not into a lot of these videos. And like you and like a lot of other people say, I don't want to watch the video. I'd rather like keep it to my imagination. I like to make my, like, give me something to lead to my imagination. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they don't do that. And then also I want to touch on because I got them necklace. I gotta turn off the radio. It's still on the radio. Um, what is what is that song by? Is it Chris Brown? Um, Girls Like Girls or some shit like that, where they're like, uh, my girls like girls or they eat I don't know what they're saying, but it's too much for me, for me to allow my children to hear that. So I was like, nah, we turning the radio off because it's too much. Girls like girls and uh, yeah, like they're saying uh, that was a Drake song. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh Drake. Okay, yeah, I don't like that song. I don't like mm-hmm. my children hearing that song. I don't think they should have to. Why the does it like the way that it's always promoted when it's lesbianism? Because yeah, like, like why? Like, and that's another thing. Yes, I wanted to touch on that. It's, like, it's and like, I'm into it's, that. Whenever like, it's that, it's like it's cool, but it's not like a respect for lesbians. It's just them using them. You know what I'm saying? Like a, in a, in a three way. Like, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, invite your girlfriend. That's cool. But it's only to please the man. It's not like yeah, they really respect the community. It's just like, you know, we're getting out. We got two bad bitches at the same damn time. Yeah, I'm not in for that. I'm not for that. I'm not down for that at all. And rat, and I'm gonna let you know, I've had a nigga and, uh, he was in the mix and I just felt like he was in the way for me and the bitch. Like, I, I got this nigga. I got this, sir. 
I got this. You can move on. And I've also had Jamaicans with some little ass pains that definitely gave me the head because they had a comp. They had to compensate for what they didn't have down there. They keep hold saying Jamaicans. Hold up. up. Hold up. Are you telling me that not all Jamaicans are hung like a horse? Yes, I am telling you that, girl. I have more than two. And yeah, I was oh, like, wow. what happened? I thought that I thought that y'all was packing. Like, I, I'm not going to. Nah, the Trinnies got that. Because the Trinnies, they ain't never let me down yet, girl. But them Jamaicans let me down. And they gave me head instead. And so they lying. They lying. I'm telling you, they lying. I'm Antiguan. And they lying. Even the Antiguans, if they say they ain't doing it, they lying. All cultures do it. Like I said, I feel like with age, you don't care much. You're like much more like free. And you get it. You get life. But when you're younger, you're like, oh my God, they're going to judge me. Someone's going to say something. They're going to put it out there. I'm going to have to fight a bitch. And all you types got of the shit. chat wallet. Everybody in the chat is dying laughing. <laughs> oh my god! They probably dying, but dying laughing about them nigglets because they always go in on, on me about the nigglets. <laughs> I can't stand them people. I can't. They are nigglets, yes, because they're ignorant they as hell. Ig- but no, I mean you're you're saying some truth, you know. And I just like I respect the fact that you're just being open and honest. You know what I'm saying? And you just no, I'm not a problem being open and honest all day. I, and everybody said some great things. Let me make sure I got all my points real quick. Um, yep, leave everything to the imagination. Oh, the romping shop. Girl, what you don't know about the romping shop? No, I don't think I've heard that song. I made one of them necklaces off the romping shop. The boy, he came from the romping shop. We was romping, and oh, Lord, here go the boy. Here go that boy. So, yes, mm-hmm. you better go listen to the romping shop. I can't believe I you don't know the Cause y'all be, I, I bet you I've heard it. I just don't know the name. You know, I hear a lot of stuff. Yeah, you I just probably don't know the name, but I'm sure I've heard it. Shop. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was romping it all up in the shop mm-hmm, with that Trini ass nigga who had a big one. And fuck them Jamaicans. I don't know what they even saying. I but. am dead. <laughs> Get off my phone, you the Virgo soul. We'll talk to you later, sis. Oh, <laughs> I'm done. You gotta go. Girl, I can't deal with <laughs> Every time she caught it, she be wilding out. She do, but it be on point, though. Girl, she got me in cry. I am. Oh, my God. Everybody in the chat is dying laughing. She She's like, I made my baby the rumpus shop. Girl, the necklace, girl. <laughs> this is a mess. You gonna call in and, and you know what I'm saying keep it all the way 100. Respect. Thank you for calling in. Let me go. I'm gonna bring a few more people on because I know it's getting late, but I don't care. I'm having fun. If y'all got something to do, feel free to leave. But I'm gonna try and get the rest of these last few calls. Um, let me go ahead and bring on. Let's see here. Uh, Timon Collins, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey T, how are you? Good. Can you turn up your volume? Can you hear me? If you kind of sound far away. Uh, can you hear me now? Okay, that's a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. First, I want to say thank you for having me. And your last caller had me dying. She. She's a mess. <laughs> and Rampa Shop definitely is a baby making song. Um, as far as the Shansia go, I have a couple points I want to make. I think. A big part of the backlash she's getting is that even though this is not her first crossover song, 
is her first crossover song with somebody that's so hype and well known as Megan. She did that mm-hmm. song with Tiger, but Tiger is not, he's not one of the boys of this generation, you know? It's not like nobody's rushing to hear what he's dropping. But when you put Megan, somebody like Megan and Kat, Tati and them kind of people, once you put their name on a song, whether it's good or bad, people are going to rush to hear it. They're going to make it trend on TikTok. And I feel like a big part of the Jamaican community, they feel upset because the song that she has with such a major artist, it's so raunchy, it's so raw, and this is what it is. And they probably feel like they didn't want to be represented like that. You know? mm-hmm. Okay, so they feel like it could have been something more positive, more fulfilling, being that this is your big crossover. Because let's not forget, Meg is Grammy winning. She had that huge hit last summer with WAP. So people felt like, so you're saying that people felt in Jamaica like she should have did way more than what she did. More and knowing the kind of talent she had is like, okay, people all over the world that listen to Meg, they do TikTok dances to her song. It's going to go viral, whether the song is good or not. And this is what they're going to hear, Shinsia. This is what they're going to think of Jamaica, right? And on top of that, the song, because she's not that lyrically her best in the song, and mm-hmm. that, she's talking about things that are taboo. Like even Jamaican men artists don't sing about giving women oral pleasure, right? They just don't. That's not that's not a thing. If she was singing a song about how big his shit is and how he could put it and what position, everybody mm-hmm. would have been good. But now you focus in. We're already in a male dominated society where female pleasure is like the secondary thing, right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to get pleasure just from a penis, not from anything else, right? Mm-hmm. So. In a place where using toys is taboo, where women getting oral is taboo, and on top of that, you're gonna ask, you're gonna put in maybe lesbianism. Oh Lord, no, baby, no. You know they're gonna come for you because it's like everything that's wrong there. Everything, you know, she put in everything that's wrong. And as far as Twitter hype, his ex-wife did a song a couple of years ago talking about mm-hmm. rights and justice, and it was literally about men giving oral pleasure as it and if you don't give it you shouldn't get it and she got so much backlash she had maybe like- oh he's a, hold up so his own wife sung about oral sex his ex-wife that he was beaten down in front of their kids but we ain't gonna talk about that on his moral high horse about talking about his legacy but anyway let's not talk about his legacy right mm, she's spilling the food the hype tea okay i'm here for it about her legacy but his ex did that song right and she got so much backlash. I heard like one song from her after that. And I cannot tell you if this woman's still doing music. That's how bad mm. it is. So are you from Jamaica, sis? Because we hear the accent. I am from Trinidad and Tobago. And I was thinking, Trini, because you kind of sound like my good sis, Camille's Corner. I'm like, she kind of sound like Camille a little bit. <laughs> and them Canadian men and them Trini men, listen, they will eat you like pilau, like curry chicken and dumpling. Okay? They don't play. Right? I know that's right. No, so all of this shit, and yes, I have friends who they did Jamaican, and they could talk all. But if they like you well enough, they're gonna do it on the download. What they try to do is that they try not to do it with Jamaican women because they feel like when you're mad, you're gonna tell them how, yeah, and you suck me out, so they don't want that kind of insult, you know? Mm. So they don't do it to American women or non Jamaican women, right? But if it's a Jamaican woman, they're gonna pretend like, you know, they're gonna try to hold out because they don't know if she get mad, she gonna, um, you know, let the whole neighborhood know, let everybody know that he does that. And I wanted to make one more point. Isn't it funny, right? One of the biggest insults a Jamaican can give you is go suck out your mama, right? So if a Jamaican mm-hmm. says, 
I've heard that uh, safari has be like, go suck your mother. Right. So just think about how can a society that sees sucking out your mother, right, as the mm -hmm. biggest insult that somebody could tell you, that's automatic fighting words. How are they going to be okay now with those same men saying, yeah, I suck my wife, I suck my, my woman? Mm. So kind of like it's already a negative thing in the community to say that to somebody, but then for you to admit that, hey, I bring pleasure to my wife or my woman doing the same thing. That's a biggest insult. That if a man told you that, you would knock him down. How are you going to promote that out there for the world as, yeah, that's something I do? Oh, I like you dropping some gems. Okay, she come, she coming from Trinidad and Tobago, spitting some of them Jamaican gems. And I appreciate that because I never, I mean, I would hear Safari say it. And I assumed it was like some type of, you know, something to belittle somebody, but I didn't understand like the whole aspect of it. So thank you for breaking that down. Worst thing a Jamaican can tell you. If they tell you that, just box them one time. Because that's what <laughs> Those are fighting words in Jamaican. Jamaica, okay. Good. That's good to know. Thank you so much for having me. No, definitely. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate talking to you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, have a good night. She made some good points. I loved her accent. She made some really good points. Let me go ahead and bring on Jose Gonzalez. Jose, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Jose? If it's not a mute, you might have to go out and Yo. come back in. Oh, hello? <laughs> you busy doing something, Jose? <laughs> so he ran to Yo. the phone. Hello? Uh, oh, yeah. So... I know my non-black ass shouldn't even be talking right now. He's talking about the kids. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, 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 no. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but one, two things I wanted to point out. Okay. In that music video, you know how Megan is very tied to like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, and I feel like Megan low-key used this girl for her energy. And she had that girl on a fucking debit card with an NFRID chip on it. There, Ooh, and she had, just she like the kitty stuff with the music on, video is just very bizarre. Hold on. She had uh, yeah, Shinsa on a debit card? Remember Shinsa was like walking? Yeah, like on, in the music video, she was walking on top of a like debit card, like a Visa debit card, I think. Child, in the music video okay i didn't even i didn't see that part i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it again but keep going yeah there's a scene where she's like on top of a debit card and megan mm -hmm. has like really weird ties with cryptocurrency mm -hmm. with cash app and just weird shit like that mm -hmm. but also another thing that i realized mm -hmm. that like a lot of this like pleasure with women and stuff goes back to like colonialism it goes back and and and, and when i was in new york a Jamaican man told me, because uh, I would go to his vegan Jamaican restaurant in Bed-Stuy, and he told me that way back in the day when slavery was happening, colonialism was happening, in Jamaica, he told me that when the slave owners and like um, conquistadors and all those people, they would get the strongest, wisest, richest men and rape them in front of the whole village. And that's yeah, where a lot right. of the homophobia called, comes from. It's called buck breaking because if you can break down the strongest yes. man in, in that community, then it's going to put all the rest of the men in check and it's going to make the women lose respect for that man. Exactly. And, and, and it even goes into like femininity and how anything fe uh, feminine is less than. It's almost like mm -hmm. if you're a woman, 
you're like a handicapped, like you're disabled. You're like, it, it, it really, and it, and it goes in, this problem is a global problem because I do think it does stem from colonialism and mm-hmm. it, it, it's just bizarre to me that it, 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 to this day, this is the shit we got to deal with where it's not a problem that they're trying to like program pedophilia. It's not a problem about any of this, but it's a problem about women touching on each other. You know what I mean? Like there's so many other problems in this music video and in this song and with both of these women's careers, but y'all worried about some gay shit. Right. Now, it's bizarre to me. It's really bizarre the, to me. The young girl in the chat, if y'all are not, if y'all are in the chat, um, her name is Kiuna. She just posted the gift. So I missed it because it's like it's so much stuff hitting you at once. It's sometimes you have to watch these videos three and four times. Yeah. But she posted It's like a Coco Melon show. Yeah, she posted the gift of Sensa and she's walking across the debit card and the debit card says oxygen on there. It's yeah. a debit card. And then she stops and exactly. she goes to kiss. And you have to ask yourself, why would a random debit card be in a music video about oral sex? Is that now telling girls like mm-hmm. prostitution, selling, you know what I'm saying, selling your coochie for some money? Because that's very random to be in a in a song about sex. So once again, trying to promote that lifestyle of selling yeah. coochie. Because you know, that's been a big thing in female rap for the past few years too, is selling ass. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's no problem with sex work. There really ain't. It's the oldest no, job not. in the globe. Your business. But what we what, what but what 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 people aren't understanding is about the spiritual shit that comes with being a sex worker, Fact. and it, it it's cute. There's cute money to be made. Trust me, there is. But mm-hmm. it's there's lines, and I feel like these lines are slowly, slowly, slowly getting erased. Where it's just some, it, it it's just way too too blunt. It's way too in our faces and we're, we're not even we're not even peeping the game that they're throwing at us and that's how that's how brainwashed we are you know what i mean it's, it's crazy i remember when i did a podcast with my guest but, emily and emily was saying you know emily was a stripper for years and she said that was one of the issues that she had after a while that it may not even be you sleeping with the clients but she said there's even an exchange of energy when you're dancing on these clients because it's still a sexual exchange. Even if you're not physically having sex, the fact that you're fully uh-huh. naked and you're grinding on somebody and they're feeling on your chest and there's still that sexual exchange. And she said that that after a while, it did really bother her, you know, when she would when she was a stripper in the strip club. Because it does take a toll on you spiritually after a while. You know, and again, it's not to knock anybody, but it's for people who've yeah. been in the strip club a while. You'll see when they first come in there, they're all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Come and check in with them a year or two later. Yep. Because then you have to start drinking alcohol. You got to start the, popping the pills just to make it through. It, it, it's like being a shooter. You don't meet an old shooter. You don't. Mm-hmm. They get out before they go insane. They really do. And the only ones that you see that are in the game for more than 10 years, they're either selling stuff to people that go to the clubs or they're madams. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But that's all I had to say about the music video. That's all I had to say. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even see that. Because a lot of the symbolism, you have to watch these videos over and over again to even catch some of this stuff. So I appreciate you, Jose. Yeah. 
Africa. And also like the all the desserts and candy and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all like gluttony and it, 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 there's so much spiritual shit in this music video and, and all of Megan's videos. And even the fact that she has the stallion in her name, like it, it goes, it goes way deep, but we ain't got time for all that, but y'all have we'll a good night. We'll talk about it on discord. Thank you for calling in Jose. Yes. <laughs> all, all right. right let me, God. I heard you Same to you. You know, Jose going to come in with them gems, honey, and go super deep. Cause I didn't even see that in the video, but now it makes sense. I mean, you're literally sell- they're literally selling themselves in that video. Cause why would I did not card- see that? Yeah, did you see the gift that uh, the the lady posted in the no? Chat? And now I'm trying to go back and yeah, I didn't see that. Now I'm trying to go back. I'm like, whoa. Denise just what posted happened. it too. Oh, Denica she did. Okay. It, so you can go in there. It's in there. And it's like, yeah, you missed that subtle stuff. They sneak mm-hmm. all of this stuff in, but that don't do nothing but equate mm-hmm. selling selling ass to me. I did that see there? that. I did see that. I was just so taken. I'm not even gonna lie. I, the colors were so vibrant that I mm-hmm. really wasn't paying attention to that card because the colors the were catching my attention. Yeah, it's right there. I'm looking at it in the in the um chat and. Yeah, he made a lot of good points. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that video again. So thanks for pulling my eyes to that. Makes so much sense now. Definitely. So let's go ahead and bring on the last few people. Um, let's see here. Jersey, can you go ahead and unmute your microphone? What's going on, T? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you feeling? I'm doing good. Doing good. Okay. Okay. So, um, what you want? so what do you think about the conversation so far with everything we've been talking about? This, you know, the conversation is good, and I feel like there's so many different perspectives and so many different angles that you could look at it. But I'm going to come from the aspect of Shinsia's definitely trying to be a major star, right? So if she's trying to be a major star, she's going to have to do what the major stars right now are doing. And who's topping the charts? Uh, Lil Nas X, what's he promoting? What is he doing? You know what I'm saying? How can I bring this to my culture in Jamaica and and blow up in the same way to make a whole bunch of money and get everybody talking about me, which is what we're doing right now. So it's just just an all a ploy just to be able to be more successful. You know what I'm saying? And but misery like company, you know, so she going to get backlash because it's never been done before. I feel like. Gone are the days that women used to be able to say what they feel and be tasteful about it. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, all of that put your back, you need all that stuff is, is, is a bit much for me. But I know that if you go into the club, going to the club, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a bop. It's going to be a banger. Everybody going to want to jam out to it. But if we want to push artists like I heard somebody say before, Lauren Hill and push artists that actually know how to spit then we actually need to stream their music and support those artists. You know, I'm looking at the video right now, got 4 million views. I mean, 4 million people are tapping into this. So it's going to trend and it's people going to keep talking about it. And now the kids is going to keep looking at it. And that's the next thing I want to touch on, the symbolisms. It's a lot of different symbolisms and it's a new world order that's going on. And if everybody's not aware and paying attention, you're going to get swamped in. The kids is going to get swamped in and and they're going to be doing put your back in it just a little more at 12, 11, and nine. You know what I'm saying? So just make right. sure you're clear of what it is that you're consuming. So can we ask you, because the chat, you know, they got questions. Where are you from? Are you like, do you have a Caribbean background? Are you from the East Coast? <laughs> we need more tea. Because <laughs> okay. they're asking these questions. 
Yeah, I'm seeing the chat going crazy with it. Um, See, they like your voice. They like your voice, brother. They want they want to know what him look like. <laughs> okay. Well, if, if if you want to know, I am Jamaican. I was born okay. in Jamaica, but you know I, I'm I migrated to to New York City right now. That's where I'm at. Okay, so when you were growing up, like or you know just in Jamaican culture, um, so you're you understand this whole taboo of female oral sex. Yeah, I'm Do you still, feel like a lot of guys, you know, who are really against it, do you feel like they're sincere or it's like a lot of fronting? Because that's what we've been hearing, even from the other Jamaican gentleman who caught him from Canada. He's like, a lot of these guys just say that to save face, but behind closed doors, they're doing it. Yeah, this, you know what? I'm Jamaican, so, you know, I can't reveal all the secrets out here. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Um, you definitely grown, you definitely raised in a way to, to, you don't really discuss none of that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you do in your bedroom is what you do in your bedroom. And, right. and you don't really, that's just how I was raised. You know what I'm saying? But it's all cap. You know what I'm saying? But I'm Jamaican. Mm-hmm. I can't say nothing else. Right. And, and I get that. Like I said, you know, not everybody wants, you know, it's not really anybody's business, right? Because it's like shit, people be running around like, oh, yeah, that girl just, you know, she sucks peeing. And like, it's not people's business. But I think, like I said, the issue for a lot of people, like even with Futa Hype, he was doing all this extra yelling. And because I thought after a while he was a pastor or something, he was so mad. And now I'm hearing he's not a pastor. But it's like he's so upset. But clearly people do this behind the scenes. So do you think more or less the the anger from this video comes from the fact that a woman is talking about getting pleasure from a man or do you feel like it's the lesbianism angle or her corrupting the youth or is it just a little bit of everything it's 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 a little bit of everything i think people just feel like they don't have control over music no more the ogs is is feeling some type of way because they don't have control over the music no more you know what i'm saying so as a woman should be able to express themselves however they feel however Mm-hmm. We don't need to remove wordplay. We don't need to remove quality. We don't need to remove, you know what I'm saying, being super conspicuous or how you say your words. What happened to just being real poetic? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like that and, and really know how to spit bars and really know how to sing and hold your notes. You know, but that's not that's not relevant no more. Now you gotta be ODing and it's the, the main thing is it's because the kids. Y'all got lollipops and rainbows and, and all of that stuff in, in, in the video, which means you want kids to click on it because who's on YouTube? Tia, well, I know you a YouTuber, and I know the people mm-hmm. in here, they, they listen to you, but regular people, who's clicking on YouTube like that watching music videos for fun? That's children. It's kids, you know yeah. Because the only time I watch these videos is when they're viral and people tell me, you got to watch this. I don't, I don't go searching for music videos. I don't care. You know, but it's these kids and it's the youth that drives this music. It's the youth. The youth is very powerful. I know people try to dismiss kids, but you have suits, right? Like these white men and these huge corporations, they sit and they watch and they study social media. They sit and they watch the trends, you know, and this is why because of the youth and the, and the things that they give towards them, things will shoot up. Because like you said, it's not really the people who are 25, 30 years old and up 
watching these videos over and over again. Like, I didn't even know this was a thing until I started getting involved with these fandoms. Cause I, these fandoms are just like, I just don't have time. All y'all standing for Nikki and Cardi and Meg and, you know, but they really go hard. So one of the things I learned that these fandoms do, they'll come together and they'll just sit and have streaming parties. Well, they'll play their favorite artists' new music over and over and over again for hours just to get them. They broke it all down to me. And I'm just like, who can do that? I, I got to work. I got to edit. You got to go to work. Like adults don't have time to sit here. If the song come out, we might listen to it once or twice on the way to work and on the way back home from work. We're not going to sit there and play NBA young boy over and over and over again to get them to number one on the billboard or Nikki or Cardi, but who has time? It's the kids. And that is why they're making these videos more and more colorful and more and more appealing towards these kids because these kids sit around and they do things like streaming parties. It's like the craziest thing because, you know, it's one thing to hit repeat on your CD player telling my age, you know, it's one thing to do that. But it's another thing to just sit and have something on repeat. And then, you know, that you're doing this with thousands of other people on social media. It's crazy. Absolutely. And uh, and even let's think about it from this aspect. Who's mm-hmm. in control of these music videos? Who's in control of the streams? Who's in control of how it goes to the masses? You think you think anybody that doesn't have a big push can just penetrate the entire globe like that? That's false. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously a rich white man, an executive that ha- is perpetuating what they want for the culture. But pay attention to which culture they want to push that on. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 me too movement kind of changed the way that everything is happening. You know what I'm saying? It's predictive programming. It's a lot of stuff that is, is deep. But before they didn't have to be so blatant because everyone had a rule of conduct. Don't snitch. Don't tell. We do what we want to do behind closed doors. Everything switched up. Me too movement came. Everybody got phones. Everybody recording. So they said, oh, so you want to blast us? So this is what we're going to do. We're going to program you from early. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to program you from early and y'all not even going to understand what it is. Now it's socially acceptable to 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 promote this to your 12-year-old. Whereas Janet Jackson had a $500,000 lawsuit because her left nipple came out for 916th of a second. Yeah. Imagine how far removed we are from that. And that was just in the what? The early 2000s? That was like what 2002 no. Super Bowl when that 2004 happened? Super Bowl. 2004. <laughs> And we go from that, and I'm talking about people were shocked and appalled when that happened. You know, everybody's minding their business on that good Sunday, and all we seen was a nipple. You know, <laughs> so people were appalled. And to go from that to now, you can watch music videos like Sukiana literally eating other girls out and calling that a music video. Yeah, they owe Janet Jackson an apology, you know, because it it, 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 it went a long way. But Shinsia could do whatever she want to do. But just make sure if you're going to do a video like that, her and Meg Thee Stallion don't target it towards kids. It should be it should have that block sexually explicit content. It shouldn't even show up on kids, YouTube stuff. But then their streams is going to be low. So, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, you're ready for how it goes. It, it's all about the money. Well, thank you so much for calling in Jersey. It was really good talking to you. Appreciate you, team. All right. Have a good evening. Have a good night. All right. He he had some really good points. That was he he made a lot of good points, child. All right. So let's go ahead. Let me bring on Brianna. Brianna, go ahead and unmute your microphone. 
Hi, everybody. Hi, T. Can you okay. hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you doing? Okay, I'm doing good. How about you? How's recovery going good? It's going good. Okay. All right. So I am learning so much from my Caribbean people. I never knew. I'm like, what? Like, huh? For real? I'm like, y'all be hung like a horse, but y'all want to please y'all women? Like, okay. I learned so much. I have a Haitian friend, mm-hmm. and she tells me a little stuff about, about Haitians. But the Jamaicans, oh, man, y'all off the chain. Y'all are off the chain. When I saw that video with Sincere, um, I was kind of disgusted. I'm like, why did I click on this video? Because I got the notification from you. So I'm like, okay, let me look at this video. I wish I would have never saw it. I could, the colors is like, yeah, that's childlike. But then, like, you see her mouth on her coochie. I'm like, that's a little bit too much. I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'm a, I'm 26. I'm not telling my age. I'm about to turn 27, born in 95. I was, I grew up in the early 2000s. And it just reminds me of all the music that I used to listen to that I never knew what that was sexual, like 50 Cent Candy Shop. Like, I would always sing the candy shop, but then as I got older, I'm like, I'm singing this shit? Why the fuck am I singing this? Like, how? And my dad would say, well, you just didn't know. You just went to the beat of it. It's like, it's very true. And I got one question, and I'm not trying to disrespect my Jamaican women or Jamaican men. I heard this, and I need to know if it's true or not, because I don't want to believe it. Is it true that y'all take y'all panties in the shower with you and y'all wash them? They were talking about that in the chat. Yes, I don't want to believe it. I'm like, nah, my Jamaican sisters, they ain't gonna do that. That's down low. That's nasty. Uh uh-uh, uh. What's I ain't wrong with that? that I mean, if you, if you're. What's wrong people, with that? Yeah, people are. I wouldn't just want to. And wanna, sometimes they don't turn around. They're still um, turn around and throw it in the washer. Yeah. But then Latinos I also heard. Latinos do it too. That, I know about the Latinos. I'm like, okay, that's them. But Jamaica's but I mean, do you, I mean they're washing it with with you know detergent, right? I mean they're washing yeah. it because you know a lot of people like honestly we grew up washing a lot of our clothes by hand. Like when I grew up, mm-hmm. we didn't have a washer. That's what I'm hand. saying. I'm like, that's a yeah, true for save water. See, see, she's see, she's a baby. She's 26. So she's like, oh my god, you wash your clothes shower? What are you doing? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, I didn't. We didn't have no washer and dryer, honey, until like maybe like the mid nineties. Yeah, we washed a lot of our clothes by hand and we hung it out on the line, girl. Yes, child. I used to squeeze mine out with the roller. Y'all know about the roller in the old bathroom? Oh, don't say the roller, Um. ma'am. Ma'am, uh, no. I know about the roller when I go down south to visit family. Wow, they still got that gonna, stuff around. They uh, still got that stuff around. How dare she? I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people still have to wash their clothes, you know, in the sink and and showers and stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We didn't. I guess I, I was born in the 1900s. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, a lot of stuff these kids take for granted. That's why I be trying to go on my kids. Y'all got this nice because the wash and dryer I got now. You ain't even got to add no soap. You just add soap one time and it. It has AI technology and measures the weight of the clothes <laughs> to the soap. I said, ain't this about a bitch? We used to wash clothes on here. And then and then they dry their clothes and want to keep clothes in the dryer. Take it out and go fold your clothes. Oh, we have to we have to take stuff off the line. I still yeah. do that. I still that and my clothes last longer. So I'm sorry, we we did tangent, but girl, what? <laughs> No, don't make fun of me, but I when I wash my jeans and stuff, put them mm-hmm. in the dryer, I put them on the line because we got like a clothesline in like our laundry room. So I'll just okay. put them on the line and just let them dry. No, no, mm-hmm. seriously, because I mean, 
Yeah, because you don't want them to shrink just, and then it yeah, also you do, helps. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get tired of spending money for the same stuff and you don't want them to shrink. So my jeans mm-hmm. is like, I go through jeans a lot. So I'm like, no, I'm just going to put them on the line. <laughs> I remember yeah. one time we, when I was staying, I was probably like 18 at the time. We were all staying at my sister-in-law's house. And she was older than us. She's like 25, but it was like a bunch of teenagers. Like we just used to all crash at her house. And I was pregnant at the time. So we're all there. And I remember, because she didn't have a washer and dryer either. So everybody would like hand wash clothes. <laughs> and I remember everybody would just hang like their drawers and tank tops right on the, you know, the little shower thing. <laughs> and so before you could take a shower, you'd have to like pull down people's clothes so you wouldn't get them re wet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would never understand the struggles, honey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready? All right, but I learned right, so much. I guess I'm still. Who is that dude? Who's is that your boyfriend? Oh uh, no, no, that's my daddy. Oh, okay. I'm like, why is that my hearing a man's voice? Okay, all right, hey dad. Yeah. Well, thank you for <laughs> calling right. in, sis. All right, thank you. I learned something new. Okay, you have a good night. All right, thank you. You too. Y'all take care. Be safe. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> That's how you know she's young. She was like, "Do people really wash clothes?" In the- oh my god, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But like, oh my god, you are such nasty. Like, girl, no, we're saving water here, and I know those underwear are going to be fresh and clean. Hello, <laughs> and understanding. Yeah, I never know which way this chat and this discussion will go. I love it. I'm glad everybody's here having a good time. Uh, we got a lot of people listening. We have over 300 private listeners. We have over, and we had got up to like close to 800 people at one point. No, nah, you over 1,100 yeah. now almost, or no, 1,000. You're doing pretty good, Miss Ma'am. This room is okay, popping. Okay, I'm glad y'all having fun tonight. All right, you guys, y'all are wild. <laughs> I'm not fooling with the chat, Lady J. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fooling with the chat. What you doing? Smoking? No, I was. I woke up. I have oh. sleep apnea. Sorry. That sounded like a smoker's cough. No, I was waking up for everybody in the chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> the chat is a mess, honey. I'm not fooling with y'all. Let me go ahead and bring on Darian. Darian, come on through. Unmute your microphone. Okay, so Darian ain't gonna mute his mic. Let me try to no person. It dragged this girl. Darren done fell asleep. Who's awake? Come through. Come through. Crunk. Let's go. Who's next? Sorry, the last you caller. Got all here sound like Benadryl, girl. They get told Valerian. <laughs> Dan Lefty, you on the stage? Dan, are you there? Dan, go ahead and meet yeah, your microphone. Yeah, can you hear me too? Okay. All right. Cool. So, I'm I'm a huge fan. I just want to say, literally daily. Uh, I'm bringing you up in conversation. So a lot of people think that I know you personally and uh, you're just a huge, huge fan. Thank you so um, much. I appreciate it. Uh, anytime, anytime. So so Jersey and Aaron touched on some points I wanted to dive into a little bit. Um, and one of them was being that there's there's an age range of uh, men who uh, were kind of at the forefront of building up hip hop. And so probably around the age of 45 to 40. And so they're they feel like there's kind of like this stamp on what they've done and anything out of the norm. So Lil Nas X, anything with more females that is, is being a little bit more sexualized is not the norm that they were kind of brought into and helped to create. So it's a little bit more taboo. And so I feel like it's a little bit of a 
I, I don't know, kind of hate on the on the newer generation. And mm-hmm. many people will talk about Foxy Brown and Little Kim and their contributions and what they did back in the day. But we we really fail to to realize and remember that they were both associated with men coming out. And so they were a part of these all male kind of cliques and gangs. So they were still being co-signed by men doing a lot of the things uh, with their sexual lyrics that was really okay by other men just because they were associated with with the all male crew. And so we, we kind of failed to realize that sometimes that they they did have that cosign, which kind of made it OK at the time. And I also wanted to touch on the concept of uh, performative bisexuality. And so well, let's talk I, about it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, cases that have gone uh, unnoticed where lesbians who, who consider themselves to be lesbians, not bisexuals, uh, have have been raped, have been assaulted, because there's this notion that you know it, it's kind of like this plaything. They just haven't met the right man yet, and it's it's socially acceptable in a lot of circles. And so this performative bisexuality is something that has become so mainstream that many people really don't see uh, lesbians as 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 a true uh, sexuality. And so oftentimes when I'm at the club or if I'm I'm out and about or talking to anyone uh, who might be a lesbian in my in my friend group, they really talk about it and emphasize that this is a, a, a really strong issue. And it does lead to a lot of uh, sexual assaults just because there's there's this lack of understanding from a lot of heterosexual men that this is a legitimate relationship and it's not just for the male gay. So when you say the assaults are happening to the women, are these assaults happening by like straight men because they're feeling like I'm going to take you from that woman or you're not really gay or is that what you're kind of saying? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I've actually been um, in a situation where I was, I was in a club with two of my friends who were uh, in a relationship, uh, both, both uh, women. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there was a man that came in between, and of course he didn't know their their sexual preference. But after they did inform him, it, he had been drinking a little bit and just didn't respect their boundaries and continued to try to, you know, get at them. And I've seen several stories actually in the news about how uh, that's that's kind of gone on unnoticed, and many of the mainstream news media won't cover stories like that just because. Uh, performative bisexuality is something that a lot of women do for the male gaze. And I keep on thinking about Portia um, from, from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta and and, and her, her preaching uh, several, several years ago against uh, homosexuality. But then, you know, a couple of seasons later, now you want to act like you dipping your toe in the female pond and eating people out. Yeah, it is. And that's why I say like, even as a straight woman, it's, it's insulting. Because it's like you're pushing the narrative, but then when people say Portia, you're gay or bi. Oh no, I'm I'm married. I'm wholesome. It's it's weird. And people were saying in the chat that what you're saying is very true. Um, a few lesbians in the chat have experienced that. They said sometimes why these men will come at them very aggressive because they feel like they can turn mm-hmm. these lesbian women straight. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's really unfortunate because uh, the the opposite can never. Can never really uh, 
be tried. There's 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 always a double standard between uh male homosexuality and and women uh, homosexuality, and um there there was a comment that was made about the comparison of Little Nas X and uh and this new Shinsia and and Megan Thee Stallion and and uh, WAP and all of those correlations, but I really can't compare those two because I only really see uh on the female side. The, the performative aspect of it. A lot of these women rappers are still in heterosexual relationships, but mm-hmm. little Nas X to, to our knowledge is gay. So there, there's not a performative side to that. So there, there's, there's not, there's very few women. You make, yeah. You, that you would, make a really good point about that when you, yeah, that is yeah. true. Cause when you think about, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of the female rappers, they're always, playing that role like you know you, even with the meg and the sensia video you see them twerking on each other and filling on each other and grinding on each other right. you know they're always putting it out there but then who is meg dating party i'm sure sensia has a man i know she has a son you know so it's like in their real life you're not really gay or lgbt you're just playing it up for the camera and i can see where that's really insulting because like you said with little nas x hate him i love him he is who he is yeah. And, and I mean, th- this is something that's not really new. I, I remember Nikki back in the early uh, mm-hmm. 2000s also uh, claimed to be bisexual. And a lot of people forget about that. But but right. she kind of started that trend that made it acceptable for um, other female rappers to, to later on do very similar things and open that and door. And I remember so. when the Orlando shooting happened and Perez mm-hmm. Hilton called her out, like, why are you not speaking about this? You know, these gay men and women got killed in this club and you're not saying anything. And she got mad and was quoting the Bible and people were like, what the hell? Like you were bisexual, not even five years ago. Now you're, you know, quoting Bible quotes and not taking up when this tragedy has happened. I remember that was like a big controversy a few years back between her and Perez Hilton. Yeah. And I mean, that that's a huge part of kind of building the fan base for for many uh, women rappers who are just getting into the field. That's where you'll you'll start getting your underground records played. And and they are over overly sexualized. But uh, that's where a lot of those underground uh, songs start. And then they become very big and that's kind of like the, the foundation of, of a lot of fan bases. And mm-hmm. it's, it's really just unfortunate, the double standard that, uh, that men versus women face, because there, there's no way that now little Nas X could, could just go back and, and date a woman and, and it just be okay. Oh, it was just performative bisexuality. No, nah, no, nah, you, you're going to oh, stay yeah, in that line. Absolutely <laughs> not, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Once you, you did, you, you told <laughs> Do you? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it, it is true. They don't have that option. Because I know even when I was watching Love and Hip Hop recently, I guess they're all on vacation. Child, I thought they were in Jamaica, but come to find out they're in San Diego. <laughs> you know, Mona Scott don't got that big budget, honey. He's like, we're just going to send y'all to Cali. So they're all on this vacation. It's a bunch of people from Love and Hip Hop. And that's been one of the issues with Zell. Now, I thought Zell was gay. Now he's claiming to be bisexual. And then he said that he wants to have, you know, kids and a wife. And I remember that caused a little bit on controversy on social media. Like, sir, no, you don't like just stay over there. But when I got to thinking about it, how many coochies has Erica Mena ate? She used to fuck with Sin Santana. And since then, they both been in, you know, well, Erica got married. Sin had a baby with Joe. They were able to move on from their lesbianism. 
But when Zell says he eventually wants to get married and have a kid, everybody's like, shut the hell up, keep sucking dick. You know, so it's like they don't want to hear it when it's a man. They just don't. And is right. it fair? No, but I'm just relaying what you know what they're saying on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. I, I even think of that uh, insecure episode where uh, they were having the conversation. Oh, I, I was I was w- women in uh, in in college, and then the man uh, also said, "Hey, I I used to you know fool around with guys." And the com- the conversation was kind of like you could hear a a, a record zip. Uh, oh, wow. Because there, there was there was no way that you were going to continue on with that uh with that relationship or getting to know this this gentleman so uh mm-hmm. yeah the, the double the double standard is crazy but uh just the performative bisexuality so i, I always kind of want to speak on that because that's leaning into some real issues that women do face and it's so mm-hmm. unfortunate but uh a, another thing that jersey mentioned was starting a little bit earlier to uh desensitize a lot of people this me too movement has just it's, it's really ramped up and a lot of men are being held accountable now so starting a little bit earlier with these neon colors and uh different different uh childlike symbols in in different videos and cinematography it is allowing people to really be desensitized and i heard some of the younger uh commentators on on this uh live kind of talk about how you know they're, they they really don't think about it but that's the the end goal to not really think about it and and mm-hmm. be desensitized so by the time you you get of age uh to, to be able to make some type of decisions uh you're, you're not really thinking of it as a negative thing shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs so optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah, that's very true. And they get people young. I mean, think about everything from the time you're born. You're basically inundated with, you know, marketing and advertisement. You know, how many kids... Um, you know, take the average two-year-old. They know the McDonald's arch. They can barely pronounce McDonald's, but they will struggle to say, I want McDonald's. What you know? You ain't got no damn McDonald's money, two-year-old. But they, because they've been hit with that marketing, you know, from watching these little shows and Disney Channel, you know, kids are hit with that. So the advertising companies are pushing fast food and toys and Mattel and, you know, all of these brands that these kids, you know, are inundated with from the time they're born, what makes people think that the music industry is not doing the same thing and they want to get them young, you know, and the younger you get them, the better, because then they will be lifetime consumers. And if you can have them feel like anything goes and, you know, there's no real accountability, that's even better because that's what you get on a lot of these videos. It's almost like it's, it's like there's no boundaries. You know, we can just talk about killing and selling drugs and, you know, just oh. sleeping with whoever. But they never talk about the consequences. You know, like the song I was talking about earlier, Throat Baby. I finally got a chance to, like, really listen to it and look at the lyrics. The song is disgusting. It's like, you know, you're, you're singing Throat Baby. And you hear these little kids singing about it. And they're not seeing the big deal, but nobody ever screams or, or talks about when the throat 
shit turns into an STD in your throat. You know, like, no, and of course, who wants to talk about that? But that's a reality. You know, all this exactly. sex that we're pushing on these kids, you know, even a lot of younger kids are now winding up with STDs because they're engaging in stuff a lot earlier than they're meant to be. So, yeah, the rabbit hole definitely goes deep with the conversation. And it's it's really, you know, it's disturbing how far music has gotten. And it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. You know, eventually, like, how far can they push this envelope? Because a lot of people are tired of it. But again, it's all about what you support, too. Because if you're still going to support it, it's going to be made. Very true. Very, very you true. Call? You good? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh. <laughs> you know, we can't lose you down. <laughs> and, um, and, and one one other thing that I wanted to uh, touch on before before I left was mm-hmm. just the, the hypocrisy and the double standard just in the music. And so uh, put your back in it is is definitely, I would say, a more tame version of, uh, of back that thing up. And whenever we hear from the 99 to the 2000, everyone is running to the dance floor. And so there's just the double standard in the music is something that's absolutely insane and not holding people accountable for uh, the music and, and the themes that we've continued to to just dive into. Uh, I remembered watching one of your videos on YouTube and you mentioned that uh, we're, we're one of the only uh, ethnicities of, of, of or black people are that talk about and, and it's it's pushed and, and there's top 10 hits about killing other people that look like you. I, I That's mm-hmm. one thing that I don't see in other genres. And we can talk about, you know, uh, the the sexualized conversation in, in rock music, but that's definitely something I'm not hearing in rock country. Uh, pop is, is about killing other people that look like you. So we really need to get to the root of that because it's, it's definitely having some real life consequences. It really is. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Dan. It was really nice talking to you. Yeah, no problem. Again, I'm a huge fan. And I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you're doing better. Thank you. You have a good evening. All right. You do the same. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. <laughs> this was a wonderful show, Lady J. I had a good time. I mean, so many just really wonderful perspectives. Um, lots of people calling in from different places, lots of beautiful accents. I just want to thank everyone who came through tonight. I didn't expect us to be on here for three hours, but the show was just so fun. And we went so many different places. <laughs> that's how I was. That's what made it fun. That's what made it fun. So that's what's up. Definitely. No, definitely. So I appreciate you co-hosting with me. I appreciate everybody who came through tonight. Like I said, this was like a just, you know, fun times. It's always nice to get to hear from people, you know, because as much as I talk and do commentary, it feels wonderful to hear from, you know, my supporters and my tea sippers give their opinions on topics, too. So we'll definitely be back. We're going to be doing more of these shows now that I'm back and I'm feeling a little bit better. I can't wait to, you know, keep continuing on with the shows. All right, you guys. So on that note, thank you to everybody who came. We had over a thousand people in here, tons of listeners. I hope everybody has a good night. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Um, The weather has dropped all over the country. So definitely stay warm (laughs) on that note. We'll see you guys later. Yep. (laughs) All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. 
Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.